What's up, Video Landers? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight is... Cousin Wayne. And Kyle. And with us from uh, calling from out of state, who's on the line? Matt Wade. Where are you calling from, Matt Wade? I'm calling from Durham, North Carolina. That's awesome. Thanks for calling in, man. We have one hell of a conversation tonight, but quick reminder, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. We are critics with attitude, which means, what does that mean, Kyle? Sometimes uh, we are not to be played in schools around <laughs> small children. Ever. Yeah, we shouldn't be in the, the hollowed halls of yeah. education and learning. Um, we say words like fuck and shit and, and tit cum. We say like like maybe 20 feet away from all schools? Yeah, at least. Was uh, that short? Bro, wait, Wayne, how far do you have to stay away from schools? Uh, 200 yards. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. so double that. Or, or, or the, uh, the, uh, the bracelet on my ankle starts yeah. beeping and shit. 20 know? feet is not very... That's like... <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can still almost like reach inside the building. Yeah. You can still but shoot you, a little but, load on whatever. <laughs> but you can't. <laughs> you can't. That's almost can't. So that's what we're talking about tonight. We get a little crazy, all right? And that's how we like to do things, right? It's like it's a little bit of uh, what our president calls um, locker room talk. Whether you uh, we grab him by the pussy, <laughs> whether you support that president or not, it doesn't matter. It's just like what he calls locker room talk, right? So, uh, and uh, if this is your first versus episode, then welcome to versus. Uh, what is versus, Kyle? Versus is sort of like a Thunderdome of films where two movies enter and one man leave. Uh, we take two movies that share a common bond, maybe directors, actors, style, genre, uh, that we think compare pretty well to one another, and we have them hash it out in a series of awards, and whoever comes out on top it wins the Golden Idols. Yes, you can find all the details on the website, adventuresinvideoland.com. So, alright guys, let's get into tonight's episode. Um, not all heroes wear capes, do they, Cousin Wayne? Fuck no, they don't. Sometimes they wear giant dildos and... <laughs> what? Wait, what? What verses are we doing? I don't... Not Orgasmo. Orgasmo's not in Oh, this shit. All right, what kind of comic books are you reading, Cousin Wayne? <laughs> the naughty kind. <laughs> some heroes wear trench coats and they look like fucking demons. Uh, some have sharp fucking teeth. Isn't that right, uh, Matthew Wade? That is correct, sir. <laughs> so tonight we're going to continue our examination of the genre by putting Hellboy and Blade against each other. So this should be a fun conversation, okay. a conversation that I didn't know was going to be as much fun mm -hmm. as, it, as it was. Yeah. I, I enjoyed watching both of these movies. but uh, I mean, We'll talk about it at the end, but the Facebook poll? Holy shit, yeah. I don't think I've seen one this close no. ever. Yeah, I almost Me dropped either. out of this podcast because I was busy, and I was like, ah, you know what, I actually want to rewatch these, and if I have to rewatch them, you know, I might as well uh, put a list of yeah, categories and you got this together. nice new projector set up in the, the dungeon. Yeah, that, that actually might come into play later. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, But yeah. yeah, this should be a fun conversation. Uh, there's a lot of similarities, I think, between mm -hmm. these. Um, anything you guys noticed? Anything that really stuck out sim uh, similarity-wise? Uh, well, both of them have uh, mentor, old-guy mentor characters. Um, I guess a little spoilery, but in both cases, the villain uses the hero as part of their nefarious plots. So, yeah, yeah that surprised me, too. Yeah, and both father figures are dying of cancer, natural causes. Mm -hmm. and both were just raised since uh, you know they were really yeah. young to do what they do. I mean, yeah, anything else, Kyle, that you can think of? It, man, and it, hopefully we talk about this down the road a little bit, but Hellboy 2 and Blade 2 have so many fucking similarities, oh, yeah. too. I mean, common director, Ron Perlman, you know, the similar plots. Um, and, and these have, have a, a pretty stringent sort of way they go about themselves, too. Yeah. That, that lend themselves I do want to add um, the villain. 
Also, they both want to usher in the apocalypse. You know, they want to raise ways. raise some fucking ancient either a demon tentacle monster like, yeah. or a fucking vampire yeah. god, right? So, um, anything else I missed? I think that pretty much boils it down. Yeah. But that makes for a pretty good versus. Oh, you yeah. know, um, anything else you want to add, Matt? Is that pretty much it? I think that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, and they're only a few years, you know, uh, between each other as well. Yeah, and, and they're, they're, and yeah, they're both they're both comic book movies before comic book movies like exploded. Became but, a thing, right yeah. before we got you know our, all our Spider Mans and our MCUs yeah. and, and stuff like. that. So I I really do think this versus has some potential to go down to the wire, uh, depending on what you guys say, you mm-hmm. know, at the table. But it's definitely one of our closest. You brought up Facebook polls. Uh, we'll talk about the uh, poll at the end of the episode, but I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. Um, the poll got me excited about yeah. my own categories. It's, it's been tied for a while, but, I mean, people will still have a chance to vote on it until we close it by the end of this episode, so. Yeah. And also, this episode was inspired by the new Hellboy movie. I knew it was coming out, so I put, <laughs> I, well, I put this cast together, I think, in January, yeah. knowing that the new Hellboy movie would come out around Before this time. trailers or reviews came Yeah, yeah. so um, I didn't get a chance to review it. I was going to with Seth. Seth is in uh, celebration this week, and so we didn't get to review it. But earlier in the week, I posted a trailer, and I said that that trailer, the effects in that trailer look like garbage <laughs> all right dog shit so um i wasn't liking the effects okay at all i mean some of the worst effects i've seen in a while for a big tentpole movie and uh, then a day later the rotten tomato score was around i think it was 10 percent. i think it's at 15 it, it, got, it got as low as nine percent wow it's at 15 right yeah 15 percent. so with the horrible effects and then the low rotten tomato score I'm probably not going to see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll wait for DVD, Blu-ray, Redbox, whatever. But uh, I'm not saying it's bad. Okay, I haven't. But seen everyone it. else is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but, but it looks like dog shit. <laughs> if it looks like a duck, swims like a duck, it's a piece of quacks shit. like a duck. It's, then it's in probably duck shit. a piece of shit. Okay, <laughs> it's the classic duck test. <laughs> it's not passing the duck test. All right. So, uh, what do you think? Does it pass the duck test for you, Matt? Uh, it does not seem interesting to me. I probably maybe rent it. I'm not too enthused about it right now, though. Yeah, so usually the deck test is solid gold, so I'm going to go with that until it proves me wrong. Um, anyway, uh, so you guys, did anybody watch the movie at all? Matt, did you watch the movie in the theater? Uh, the most recent Hellboy? Yeah. You said fuck it, right? No. Okay, just going to wait for it on DVD and Blu-ray? I'll wait for it. All right. Cousin Wayne, what did you think about the trailer? Were you even uh, interested in the trailer at all? Uh, you know, I wasn't first when I first heard this was coming out. I was like, okay, cool. Then I heard no Ron Perlman, but it was going to be bloody, gory, or rated R. I'm like, oh, okay, some pluses and minuses here. Yeah. And then I saw the trailer, and now I've got, like, I, I just went fucking limp. Yeah. And I've got no interest in seeing this. I'll, I'll rent it at some point, just... Well, because it's fucking Hellboy. Yeah, and I wasn't it. even against David Harbour becoming Hellboy. No, no I was cool I th- with that. If going to replace him, David Harbour's pretty solid choice. Yeah, I, I, was good I don't that. even think his version of Hellboy looks that bad. No, I don't either. No, it looks all right. It's just everything else is like, wow. I, yeah, the well, effects <laughs> work. And you get, uh, so Ian McShane's in it, too. And I'm like, you know, that's I'm cool with Ian McShane in this. So I, uh, and oh, then I Neil, Marshall, McShane, Neil Marshall directed Dog Soldiers in Descent, mm-hmm. some episodes mm-hmm. of Game of Thrones. So I was cool with that. But um, Matt, what did you think of the trailer? Did it get you excited at all? I mean, the more footage I saw of it as uh, each successive trailer came out, it looked better, but, I mean, it just still seemed it was off. And uh, yeah. given that, it, well, we can get into it later, but I'm re- reading some of the older Hellboy comics, and they're not exactly gory and violent, so I don't get what they're saying that, oh, it is more like the comic because you have the gore and the violence and the language, because that's not necessarily what Hellboy is. So, I mean, it's kind of, yeah, I mean, it's not exactly even the 
super straight adaptation in that regard, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it still didn't get me hyped up enough. Yeah, I saw an article today. I didn't read. I didn't read it, but the title was um, Hellboy. Uh, no, more like <laughs> more like Hell No. <laughs> Kyle, what did you think of the trailer? Uh, when it first came out, and people put it on the AV or Facebook page. A lot of people seemed really excited by it, and I was like. This looks fucking stupid. Yeah. Why is so everyone so excited? And then the second trailer dropped, and then I think people started to come to their senses that it was like, yeah, maybe that does kind of look really fucking stupid. And like they're trying off jokes that don't land in the trailer. Like, if you're gonna put funny stuff in there, find something that's actually funny. Yeah. I, I don't understand yeah. what the fuck these trailers were, and I am so completely disinterested. I don't even want to read it. Is um it. is Abe Sapien even in the trailers at all? I don't believe he's in the no, movie at all. Hmm, interesting. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, it looks like we're all on the same page whether we're gonna see it, um, whether we think we're gonna like it or not, <laughs> whether it passes the duck test. <laughs> but uh, pretty sure uh, it's gonna be a fail. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, real quick question, man, what's your history <laughs> with these two characters? I mean, did you read the comics? Were you a fan of the movies, cousin Wen? Uh, talk about Blade first. Uh, I I never read any of the comics, and I knew nothing of Blade. You and I went and saw it in the theaters. Did we really? Yeah, when, I can't when even when keep track out. of that. That was like fucking ancient yeah, history. Yeah, and that was the only connection I have with that. Uh, Hellboy. The only reason why I knew Hellboy existed, I had a PlayStation One game of, mm. of Hellboy. I, I when the movie came out, I, I thought it was based after a fucking video game. I had no <laughs> clue that no. the comics existed. But at least you get that feeling from Hellboy. If you don't know Blade's a comic book character, this doesn't come off as a comic book movie at all. Oh, no, uh, but at least Hellboy, when you watch it, you're like, okay, this is probably some sort of comic. Of, of well, some well sort. the movie is a lot like... I mean, I'm sorry, the uh, video game is a lot like that, too. Right. So it, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I've never read the comics, um, but Blade is one of my favorite action films of the 90s. Um, I don't remember going to the theater. I'm sure I did, especially the 99 yeah, theater. Did. I watched the shit out of movies there, but... Um, I watched the shit out of Blade in 1998. 90, was it 98? 98. I think it was 98 on DVD. Um, I think uh, it was one of the... When did DVD really start picking about up? About 98. I think it was one of the, the yeah, premier titles. Like, if you're at my house, like, we're fucking watching Replacement Killers. American Pie <laughs> or Blade. <laughs> or The Postman. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> do I, guys, I put Blade right up there with The Matrix, man. I really do. Matrix, no, no, no let me say this. Maybe not as good as the Matrix, okay? But, but very. I think Matrix took some cues from this movie. But very, yeah, exactly. I think I think so too. Very entertaining. Um, with Hellboy, um, I love the Hellboy character, but I remember thinking the movie was just okay. Um, it's not something I watched the shit out of. Um, but I haven't seen Hellboy in probably 10, 15 years. Um, prior to this this episode. But uh, what about you, Kyle? Uh, I mean, I I watched Blade when it came out, and I was a kid, loved it. I had no idea it was a comic book character for years. You know, uh, Hellboy I knew was a comic when it came out, uh, loved that immediately. And like I said, like both of these have sequels that I think I like more than even the yeah. first movies, which is very strange that they both have really really solid sequels. So uh, I'm excited to to dig into this, and then hopefully dig into the the sequels later on down the road. Matt, what do these characters mean to you? So, I hadn't read the comics prior to watching either of these movies, but uh, since watching Hellboy, I've read, like, uh, the first, now I've read the first three trade paperbacks, I'm on the fourth right now, so, yeah, I mean, he's a great character, I mean, tonally, it's pretty similar to the comics, um, Blade, I haven't read any of the comics, um, I remember liking the movie when I first saw it, mm-hmm. having seen it again now, I still like it pretty pretty much. I'd say probably between the two, Hellboy probably means a, a bit more. Right on, right on. You guys yeah. ready to dig into the critic scores? 
Fuck yeah. Let's do All right, it. let's see what the uh, the critics are saying. Cousin Wayne, how do these two movies stack up against each other? All right, uh, for Hellboy 2004, directed by Gil, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> Say that with a little bit of... Uh, I tried to. Guillermo del Toro. A little bit of stink behind it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Starred Ron Perlman, Doug Jones, Selma Blair. IMDb rating of uh, 6.9. Rotten Tomatoes score of 81%. Okay. Uh, Blade, 1998, directed by Stephen Morrington, uh, starring Wesley Snipes, Stephen Dorff, and Chris Christopherson. IMDb rating of 7.1. Rotten Tomatoes score 54%. Oh. That's and I, fucking harsh. Like the higher than that. Well, so, so Wayne, Wayne called me today. Cousin Wayne. I, yes, I did. Cousin Wayne called me today. And he goes, because um, he knows how I do things usually. And he goes, Brad, you uh, you you are aware that the Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> scores are very wide, like 30%, 40%. And I was like, yeah, I'm completely aware, but uh, I think it's, I, I still think it's going to be a good versus, you know. And look at the poll. The poll, you know, proves that. So yeah, I'm yeah. still I'm still interested in this True. versus. Um, but yeah, I knew the uh, the scores were were uh, pretty wide. You know, uh, wide. I was like, what, what, was Blade a DC film? Is that why you got such well, a low Rotten Tomatoes dark, score? Dark Horse. <laughs> well, Blade, Blade Marvel. And then, well, because then I was I gonna know. do because I originally was like, well, um, I really, I remember liking Hell, um, Hellboy two more than Hellboy one. So I was like, well, what about Hellboy two versus Blade two? The uh, the gap is about the same there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, what if we mixed it up? Like maybe uh, Hellboy two <laughs> versus uh, Blade one, and you know the math just so doesn't that, ever work yeah. out. So I figured let's do Hellboy. One versus Blade One, mm-hmm. and now I'll tell you what, guys. I'm inspired to do a um, Blade Two versus Hellboy Two because oh, I've had so yeah. much fun with these movies. Mm-hmm. I'd be all for that. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think about these scores, uh, Matt? Do you think they should be closer? I think it's. I think Blade is criminally underrated by critics here. I'm not saying I'm going to go with Blade, but I think the RT score should be a little bit closer at least. I, that's just yeah, my that opinion. That surprise me. That's my opinion. What do you think, Matt? Yeah. I mean, I think Blade's Rotten Tomatoes score should definitely be a bit higher because it's definitely not that bad of a movie. It's it's still a very fun movie. What do you think, Kyle? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I understand Blade's a little more of a like a campy action sort of mm-hmm. thing, and and where it doesn't like show it on the surface, where Hellboy shows it on the surface, mm-hmm. like it's campy too. But it's like I'm putting in your face. I'm a giant fucking red devil as a pair uh-huh. compared to like a. Badass, you know, uh, hiding in the monkey. dark vampire sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't want to give too much away here, but you, you agree that Blade should be a little bit higher oh, yeah, than yeah. I mean, comparable that's, with that's harsh. with Hellboy a little bit. Yeah, it's it's a little harsh. I think uh, having that kind of gap. I think it's like what forty percent because Hellboy yeah. Hellboy is the movie to beat tonight. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. All I right. mean, it's got the higher. I, Blade does have the higher IMDb though. So. Oh, it did. I missed yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Point two percent higher. So All right. Like well, that, yeah. fuck it, man. Let's uh, let's get into this death match. Um, cousin Wing, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you fucking ready? I'm fucking ready. There you go. <laughs> Best location in this versus goes to. Oh fuck! I don't know. No. Um, <laughs> uh, that's the thing about both these movies had some great fucking locations, but uh, in the end, I went with Hellboy and the Paranormal Defense and Research Headquarters. Nice. You know, you've got like a, you just go up and you've got like I think they say it's like a trash, garbage place or whatever. Yeah, waste management. Waste management. That's it. And then you just drop down these floors, and you can see there's like these apartments in here and everything else. And then once he gets down to the bottom and goes to this walk with Professor Broom. Takes him on a tour. Just, oh, on your left here, here's the Spear of Destiny that Hitler used during the Occult Wars. Yeah. And it's all this fucking cool shit. Great Heidi fish fun. man who loves to read books. Exactly. <laughs> he loves deviled eggs. And, oh, behind this huge fucking vault is, well, you'll find out. Here's Baby Ruth Bar. Good luck. <laughs> Loved it. What about you, Kyle? Uh, for me, I love the way Blade starts off with this fucking, like, really shitty kind of nightclub that's like looks like it's in the basement. 
and it's just got sprinklers full of fucking blood raining uh, down on everyone. Uh, I, it's it's one of, it's one of those locations you just like, whoa, that's kind of catching me off guard. Like it's a it's really cool visually when it's just like raining fucking blood on everybody and they're just like having this fucking blood orgy going on in the middle of this day. Raining of blood, I swear to even though there was techno music going uh-huh. on, I had Slayer's Rain and Blood playing yeah. in my head when that went on. So I love that. What about you, Matt? It's a good pick. So for my best location, I'm going Hellboy and going the underground sewers. I thought that the maze of the sewers and also the water in there uh, were really reused to great effect, especially when you have the Samael kind of being in their element, Cronin being able to hide out pretty well, and the large sneak attacks on the good guys. And yeah, just for me, for a really suspenseful, genuinely suspenseful scene, and just amped up the horror of the situation. So yeah, that's where I'm going with my film location. It's a good practical yeah, set, good pick, too, man. I think. Um, yeah, I don't disagree with any of your guys' picks. I think um, all the picks are really good so far. Um, there's a point in Blade where I think the action slows down and you need a different location. Mm-hmm. Um, something besides Blade's industrial hideout and penthouse suites. You know, something just to, to shake things up a little bit. You need something fun, something unique. And I'm a sucker. You guys know this. I'm a sucker for secret rooms, mm-hmm. secret passages, evil layers, all that shit. So can you guys guess where I'm going for best location? You went with the uh, uh, Eternal Night, didn't you? Nope. The, the room, or the, the, the Temple of Eternal Night? Nope, nope. What do you think I'm going, Kyle? Uh, Deacon Frost has got some crazy stuff hidden up in his like penthouse. <laughs> yeah? Where do you think I'm going, Matt? <laughs> uh, Japanese nightclub. Ah, so be more specific, because I don't know if it's the Japanese nightclub. I'm, I'm, uh, Pearl's yes, yeah. yes, you got it. So I'm going with the Vampire Archives, man. Yeah, yeah. I love that the Archives is one of Deacon's nightclubs, uh, but the entrance to uh, the Archives is through a walk-in freezer. The cooler, you know, yeah, it, yeah. that's just fucking cool. Blade doesn't even believe it at first. You know, he's like, "The Archives is in the freezer, motherfucker!" <laughs> and then he like approaches it, opens the door, is like. Hmm, the fucking archives are down here. Every <laughs> beats the guy a little bit. Yeah, the uh, it's a neat location with like com- uh, computer monitors. It's atmospheric and it's home to Pearl, the fat ass vampire. Was man. that a vampire? I wasn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it, a vampire. I, mean, I know yeah. she got it, or he whatever got affected by the UV rays, but it's like yeah, it's a vampire. Her? Yeah, yeah, it's Damn. an ancient vampire, which is such an awesome practical effect. Seven hundred pounds of latex, mm-hmm. controlled by five actors and four puppeteers. Oh, nice. And uh, Pearl was so large that the set was built around. Him and I think everything from the set to the uh, the practical effect to the secret entrance is really cool. Um, the set design and practical effects working together, yeah, all right, to create something that still holds up today. I think it was all just fun and amazing, and I had an awesome time in that location. So I'm going Blade. Um, nice. That takes us to best character, cousin Wayne. I came down to it. I went with Hellboy. You've got great background story, you know, coming through this portal that this guy tried to do to, to provide Hitler with a miracle and. For the Ogden Jihad to come through, uh, he grows up with a with a, a human being, a man who's loved him as his father, and now he he uh, uh, things that go bump in the night, Hellboy bumps back. You, yeah. You've got great background, and also his his path is unknown. You know, uh, if Professor Broom had done what he'd done, this guy would have let these Cthulhu type gods reign over the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and now he's got choices. You know, and I love that his story is, is open ended. Uh, like I said, great details in the character. I love his look. I love all the little, uh, his little personality quirks. You know, sawing off the horns to fit in, mm-hmm. shit like that. Just just everything about Hellboy, I, I was just, I just found fascinating. Yeah. It always guessed me what he was going to say next, do next, not predictable. 
I'm in the same movie, but I'm going with Abe Sapien as my favorite. He was character. he was close because oh. Abe is a really uh, interesting character to be <clears throat> on this team. He doesn't like fight anything really. He <clears throat> just is super fucking smart. He yeah, knows his history. He can like touch a door and sense what's on the other side. Like he's. He is Hellboy's brain when he's, like, off fighting, you know, Samael. He's like, well, let me get you this information. Um, it's also just really cool that he's, like, he just swims around in his tank, eats these, like, weird fucking gross eggs, and is, like, just <laughs> ask people to, like, flip the book pages. They've got plenty of interns. Can't they just, like, fucking laminate it and give him the no book shit. or some shit? But, nah, he's got to wait until someone comes by to actually turn the page for him. Um, he's just he's just really intelligent and he has a really fucking just cool look. I love the I love the little device that goes around his neck when he's uh, walking out on surface. Fucking cool. Right on. Where you going, Matt? I'm going Hellboy. I'm also like Wayne. I'm going Hellboy himself. I really liked his struggle between wanting to be human and having to confront the fact that he's a monster. Sometimes he's like a dour and cynical guy, but if the situation's right, he can wisecrack and have a lot of fun. And I really just genuinely like the fact that he's trying to get up with people. Um, he's struggling to be more human than monster and just his vulnerability. And, um, yeah, just the fact that he tries so hard to do the right thing and have people like him just uh, makes him a great character. So that's where I'm going with, my, with, that, with that category. That is a perfect answer, Matt. <laughs> right on. Yeah, um, yeah, this was hard. This was really hard. Um, both of the main characters are badass. And have you guys ever had that problem where you're like you're looking at the uh, the characters, whatever the category is, mm-hmm. and you have to create stats and Pretty kind much. of break yeah. it down? Like, like a pre-fight tape where it's like, <laughs> he's got a six-inch reach yeah. on him, but he's got 20 pounds. That's kind of what I did oh, yeah. here, man. I mean, just look at these stats, man. Hellboy has the right hand of doom. It's fucking awesome, mm-hmm. right? Um, the Good Samaritan, I, I fucking love that gun. Oh, yeah. Um, cool gear. You know, I like his trench coat. He has the power of, like, what, a demon, Spawn of Satan. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's fucking awesome. Blade has every gun in the book. Mm-hmm. Shotguns, Silver State guns. His guns have fucking guns. He's like the John <laughs> Wick vam- uh, vampire hunter, right? Uh, UV grenades. A modified 1968 Dodge Charger. Holy fuck, that car is awesome. Um, I want that fucking car. Uh, but they both have some cool shit. Um, they both do do cool shit dealing with paranormal or the supernatural. Um, they I both originally... look cool. Yeah, they both yeah. look cool, man. Um, and I still think that both their costumes hold up to uh, today, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I originally wanted to tie this category. Um, I didn't. Um, I did grow up with Blade. I always try to put nostalgia to the side. I fucking love Blade. He's one of my favorite 90s action characters, you know, on the screen. I get a little bit of 70s black black exploitation vibe. Um, he's kind of one note, you know, but I'm okay with that. It's fun to watch him kick ass. Um, I think Blade is just a fun, cool character. But if I have to be honest, all right, I'm going with Hellboy. I think he's a, I think he's a little bit better character. Um, he's got a ton of personality. Um, I like his snarky dialogue. He's tough as nails. He's an outsider. Um, he even sands his horns just to fit in. You know, and uh, he does fit in. He's legitimately cool with the other agents. I would hang with Hellboy oh, yeah. uh, before hanging with Blade. <laughs> I think that's where it came down. <laughs> Hellboy would be a lot more fun to hang out with. You know? yeah, he's yeah. got those human emotions, too, where he's, yeah, like, he, he's got to chase so, after Liz and he's stalking so her. So that's it. I think that something that takes him up a notch is his big heart, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's an evil lurking inside of him, but on the surface... He's a good demon man. <laughs> you know, he's, and he loves cats. He's a good friend. He loves his girlfriend. He has a soft spot for kittens. <laughs> you know, he's just this lovable spawn of Satan with a he ton of charity. charisma. And again, 
a heart of fucking gold. You know, right. um, I really love his character design. <laughs> to this day, I think he looks great. Uh, what is that, about 20 years ago? You know, 15 yeah, years yeah. ago, I think he looks fucking great. Actually, they just celebrated... Was it, t- it was just, just today? Just, yeah, just today, the other day. It was day, 15 yeah. years. 15 years. Yeah, and Ron Perlman's birthday was yesterday. I think he just turned 69. Nice. So that's fucking awesome. But yeah, his character design is awesome. I wish I could tie this, but I think, honestly, uh, Hellboy deserves just a little bit right more on. going Hellboy. Where are you going for best duo, Cousin Wayne? I originally wanted to go so badly with Hellboy and Abe. But they, they just didn't have enough on-screen time for me. Yeah, that I was agree. my one bitch about that. I agree. And then I wanted to go Blade and Whistler. Mm-hmm. But again, kind of the same problem. But I went with Blade and Karen. Okay. From Blade, uh, they just had such a great chemistry together. Yeah. You know, and, and they they fit. You've got this vampire looking for a cure, killing other vampires. She's a hematologist. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does not get. I, I know it's just writing. Doesn't but get much more convenient than that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The irony here is unbelievable. And with you know, he's got a bad attitude. She's got a bad attitude. You know, and when it comes down to it. She can fucking throw a punch. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did. I just thought they were great. Hell, they would have been a great couple. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I do just just great superhero and kind of... It, it's almost like a, a Hellboy and Abe. You know, he's the brawn and she's more the brains. You know, doing his thing like, oh, you know, here's this weapon and, and shit. So I, just great duo. All right. Uh, I'm going with a more believable couple and Hellboy and Liz. Nice. <laughs> uh, a giant red demon and a fucking... I don't know more believable, but and okay. A, and a fire starter... <laughs> Um, I, I love it that like they have one of those relationships uh, real quick they, completely believable <laughs> I think so yeah, if you like it better okay fine, fine but believable yeah, that's stretching it man um, it, he's this you know big red fire demon she's this woman that can start fires and like they they know they're bad for each other but they can't fucking help it they still love each other with mm-hmm. every ounce of their being and like they work together great as a team uh, towards the end when she's like having Myers just fucking slap the shit out of her so she can like <laughs> explode that whole fucking room. No one's not going to hurt him at all. Like, and he ge- he he gives up everything to like go back and, and fight the giant fucking squid mm-hmm. monster to help her get out alive. Like, they're just a, a, a fun kind of duo. I love when he just, he goes and he steals the beer and he, <laughs> he's just, just watching her just like this sad fucking puppy just like. God, I wish I could have you, but I know I can't. And talking about it with a little kid while eating cookies. I I love those sort of things. Right on. Matt? I am also going with Hellboy and Liz from Hellboy. Aside from the great chemistry between the characters and actors, I really like how you can just sense that they have such a long history together, the way they look at each other, the way that they talk to each other, even though they don't have a whole lot of scenes together. They don't really need them because they make the most of their scenes. They can just tell how deeply they love each other. I think that's great. So that's why they get my best duo. Right on. Um, both these movies have supernatural heroes. Uh, both movies have a father figure, uh, mentors that raised their the, the heroes since they were kids. Uh, both father figures are dying from natural causes. Cancer. So I wanted to celebrate best father and son duo. Okay, I thought that would be appropriate. And I'm going with... Blade and Whistler. Blade and Whistler. Dude, that's awesome. Good call. I I love their old school tough guy relationship. Uh, They're both very cynical. um, uh, But they they make for a great team. You know, even I have a quote here from Whistler. He says, um, Blade ferrets their rat holes out. I map them. And then we blow them all to kingdom come. You know, and on the surface, it's very street level. Uh, but you know what's more than that. There's you know? a mutual respect. There's a, there's a respect. There's really a love. Hardcore. Both guys are macho, uh, <clears throat> but you know that they care for each other. Um, you, you can see it. I think it's very evident. And at the end of the day, it's just fun watching Shaft 
and the Honky Tonk Man. Kill, <laughs> that's such a great analogy. Kill vampires together. You know, that's what I get. So I'm going Blake. Captain Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> Killing vampires together. Blake, Blake's got a good quote himself or on that when he's like, she's like, how does this even work? He's like, well, I mean, he makes the weapons and I use them. It's a pretty good partnership. Yeah, so right? It's, it's, it's a great, great partnership. And my makes one little problem with that, is, I, I didn't feel like they had enough screen time. Yeah, you know? yeah. That was my one. I, you know, like, but like when the they are on screen together, oh, I love Wesley Snipes and Chris Christopherson. They are fucking dynamite. I did have a runner-up for Best Duo, and that was Techno and Vampires. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to say Hellboy and the Good Samaritan. It's, it's fucking peanut make. butter and fucking goddamn bloody Tuna jelly. That takes us to Best Villain slash Antagonist. This, this was one of the few awards on here that was easy for me. I, I thought uh, Rasputin from Hellboy. Oh. Okay. Honestly, I, I just... Uh, I'm going to trash Blade here just a minute. Just Uh-oh, a you bit. motherfucker. Oh. I thought Frost was a fucking moron, and and it was almost a what the fuck as to how these elder vampires let him get away with these sh- with this shit. It's like, are you kidding me? You, know, you would think they would stomp his ass at some I know. point, right? He's just this arrogant prick that I, I don't think they take seriously. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, he did something. But anyway, uh, That's for me, funny. Rasputin. I mean, this, uh, I believe they said that he he was invited to dinner at the the, the, as the Russian. Uh, Oh, counselor or whatever to somebody, he was strabbed or stabbed, strangled, strabbed. beaten, <laughs> hung, still alive. I mean, and he has a god living inside of him, and he he doesn't want to just, I mean, he just wants to literally just wipe out the whole earth and bring about a new Eden, you know. And he's even working with Nazis at one point to do this. I mean, the guy is just pure evil, you know, and, and brilliant too. I thought the guy was just a genius in his own way. I loved it. I have a tie. Oh, <laughs> this is fair. If I if you're uh-huh. going where I think you're going, so I'm going with Deacon Frost and Blade. Oh. I love. I love. He's got just this. He's this simple like half blood vampire. He doesn't fit in because he wasn't born a vampire. So he's got this like fucking Napoleon complex to himself where he's like, all right, well then I'm gonna bring out about the end of fucking times and raise this fucking vampire god that no one has seen in decades. And just gonna fucking just rain blood and get down on everybody. Uh, this like nonchalant party boy who just isn't doing it for anything other than it's just kind of fun for him, honestly. And I I kind of dig that. And my other one is not Rasputin and Hellboy. Oh, it's actually Carl Cronin, the uh, sand-filled assassin Nazi yeah, ninja. He's pretty slick. He's yeah. got such a cool oh, look. Like you, it's no. like he's hard to fucking kill. I love when he's like shooting and he just runs out of bullets. And he's like, all right, fuck this. Yeah. Brings out those fucking swords and just goes ham on everyone. Yeah, he's that pretty shit, solid. That shit is just fucking cool. I looking. fucking loved him. My, again, my only disappointment with him is they're just. I, I wanted more about it. I, I would seriously yeah. just watch a whole spinoff. Based on him, I, I wanted to give him the award, but I didn't feel like I had enough to go on. When yeah. he was on, I, I just my eyes. He is visual eye candy, man. Every time oh, he's is, on he's screen, he's awesome. He's fun. solid. But again, it was just like, oh, it just just needed more of him. I literally, if they were to make like a hour, hour and a half, yeah. or maybe a short film about him, I'd what's be his on uh, that what's his character's anything. name? Carl Ruprecht Cronin. Cronin. That's yeah. a horrible name for a badass, though. <laughs> it's, it's very Nazi. Who's, that, who's, yeah, that, who's that dude with the fucking awesome swords who kicks everyone's ass? Well, that's Carl. Carl. <laughs> <laughs> It's Carl. Wait, it's Carl with a K, though. So Carl's in here. makes it a little more Nazi, doesn't it? If Carl's in here, watch your ass. <laughs> oh, she's like, yeah, Carl's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> All right, where you going, Matt? You going with Carl? <laughs>
he gathers all the information on what he needs to like hold the ritual. And yeah, he delivers some really great villain speeches. I thought, well, pretty great, not necessarily very great, but uh, yeah, and he's just like starts really being cruel to everyone. You can see how much of a, a dick and kind of a badass he really is. And not to mention at the end of the film, he really does hold his own against Blade. I mean, he does get some assists because he's the gods inhabiting him, but you know. Still, he's he ends up going from a punk to just a really strong villain, so that's why I gave him the idol. My problem with all that is he he didn't seem to do shit. He he had all these thugs do it for him. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh I yeah. want help. I want. I mean, I want Blade alive. Go go do it. Fuck yeah! That's and what when I they do. don't, and they get, you know what I mean? Rasputin did everything his goddamn. I mean, he had two assistants. Mm-hmm. Two pretty you badass know? assistants, though. Yeah, exactly. Two <laughs> bad, and he's just got all these dumbasses running around. Uh, I just assume he's got a lot of money and pays them. <laughs> That's just me. You so say you said uh, he yeah. was a dick. Is that what you said, Matt? Yeah, I mean, he just seemed like a, a, a punk who was just like a you know wise ass and smart mouthing off to everyone. But then you know once he showed his true colors and like, took the mantle of being like the new big vampire boss, he you know he he, he was more convincing as a as a, a strong villain. This was another interesting category, guys. Um, I had to do the breakdown once again. I love the the similar the similarities here. Uh, both of our main villains have you know uh, very very similar goals. Deacon Frost wants to resurrect Lamagra, and he wants to what, usher in the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rasput, Rasputin, 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 Rasputin. <laughs> he wants to pretty much do the same thing with his fucking tentacle monster. You know, so both villains get possessed by things they are going to bring into the world. Um, if I have to choose one. I'm going with the motherfucker that ice skates uphill. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm in the. Oh, you I'm guys. going with Deacon Frost. What's guys. going on here? And he does some pretty evil side shit. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, on the on the way to the apocalypse. All right. He starts some little fires. Okay. <laughs> um, he rips out a vampire elder's fangs out mm-hmm. of his mouth with pliers. Before watching him bake in the sun, Rasputin didn't do any of that shit. Um, he throws. You know what else Rasputin didn't do? <laughs> what didn't Rasputin do? Rasputin. <laughs> Rasputin didn't throw a fucking little girl through a hot dog stand. <laughs> well, you got me on that shit. Deacon Frost throws a little girl through a hot dog stand. That gives the award right there. Fuck Lamagra. Okay. <laughs> But uh, God damn it, he's also the one who turned Blade and his mother into vampires, man. I think he was fucking Blade's mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they were laying in bed together. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, and, <laughs> and he kills Whistler, sort of. <laughs> you know, oh, kind of. Um, and he's just, like you said, Matt, he's a total dick. <laughs> Especially to his minion. He cuts off uh, Quinn's arm mm-hmm. just to fuck with him. I think he would be 100% a dick. <laughs> no matter what Marvel says or Guardians of the Galaxy. I think well, we I'm sorry. I, I thought the award was best villain, not biggest dick. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> and he looks cool doing it all. <coughs> um, always showing his chest hair. <laughs> he's got those shirts all poked up, man. He Baby. makes Generation X look fucking cool, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going... With Blade, so that's where I'm going. Whatever floats your boat. All right, where are you going for best hero? Uh, fucking Hellboy. Okay. Uh, you know, like I said, he there's a demon in him. Ooh. You know, and, and he's... No, 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 not like Russ Putin has. Russ Putin, Russ Putin. That's how you say it in German. Russ Putin. God damn, where was I going with this? Um, best hero. You said Hellboy. You're going Blade? Uh, <laughs> no. Okay, so you're going Hellboy? Yeah, I am going. Like I said, you know, he's always doing the right thing. He's much more, uh, you know, it's, he's just almost like he's he's fought that demon inside of him. 
and he just keeps it down. You know, he's always doing the right. He doesn't, you can't imagine this guy gets paid a lot of money. Uh, he's not doing it for vengeance. He's doing it because it's what his father taught him what was right. You know, this is what you are. These are your abilities. Are you going to fight these powers out here that are trying to bring about the end of the world? Or are you yourself going to allow it? You know, it's like uh, even uh, that one agent, I can't think of his name right now, but he's like, your father gave you a choice. And that's what I lo love about Hellboy. You know what I mean? And he, he, he does the right thing, always. Right on. Uh, yeah, this is a tough one. I I, I did the stack them up kind of thing. That yeah, you're I did too. Blade was awesome. Blade. Um, and I ended up going with Blade. And I think it's more because he's he's out there killing his own kind to save the other half of his own kind. You know, he's and he's constantly doing it. You know, uh, he's got a very limited team with him and Whistler, and then you know Karen sort of shows up and helps out, I guess. Um, but he's pretty much doing this like thing all on his fucking own. Uh, he could easily turn and become full vampire and then stop having to fucking give live this terrible thirst. life, you know? Uh, but he keeps, you know, injecting himself every fucking while to, to keep himself going and, and being able to, to fight this cause. So I'm going with Blade. Where you going, Matt? I am also going with Blade. Not only does he have to battle against vampires, like Kyle said, he also has to battle with his own vampirism of sorts. Um, plus the usual hero stuff, because he is a one-man army, he has a lot of equipment. Uh, he doesn't have too many people on his side directly helping him. It's mostly just Whistler. Karen does assist at times, but yeah, he's mostly doing it on his own. He's good at protecting people. He's good at kill killing that thing. And it, the one big thing that puts us over the top is he has to actually kill his, his mom, who's turned into a vampire because she is a vampire. And at the end of the movie, um, when he's really weak because he has his blood drain he doesn't want to um he really doesn't want to, to suck blood out of Karen but she pretty much has to force him to do it just so he can stay alive and he doesn't want her help and he's kind of a little bit of a dumb sacrifice not taking her help in order to just find the cure to the serum on his own but yeah he just has to make a lot of really tough calls and uh, I was impressed by that so he gets my best hero Right on. Um, another hard category, guys. Um, so we have a pair of badass heroes, right, taking on the forces of evil. Um, they both stop ancient vampire god tentacle monsters from wiping out mankind. They're, they're both effective at their jobs. They're both cool. They both do it with style. They both get the job done, right? Um, I couldn't decide. So instead of tying, all right, I'm saving some ties for later, I'm going a different route, right? I'm going with hashtag Team Normal from Hellboy, all right? Uh, John Myers, all right, and all the other agents are just normal FBI guys thrown into this supernatural world, man. Fuck that job. I, I, I got to respect that. You, you, you want to change? No, but I respect what oh, you're you saying. Respect I respect it, though. I respect so how it. How much does a, a fucking human demon hunter get paid, okay? Answer? Not a fucking enough, all right? I gotta imagine the insurance is pretty good. Yeah, multiple <laughs> agents die in this movie, man. I mean, they give their life for the greater good. They're like red shirts in Star Trek. Yeah, and uh, you won't see me do this award a lot. I mean, in most comic book movies, you know, agents do the recon shit, right? They look for fucking Thor's hammer, or they go talk to fucking Tony Stark, right? Uh, these guys are street level, okay? They are in the fucking sewers fighting demons, <laughs> Fuck that with <laughs> with handguns. <laughs> Fuck that shit. So and you're I'm, tasked with keeping control of a eight foot tall fucking demon who just yeah, doesn't want to fucking listen to anybody. Fuck that job. 
All right, so I'm going to celebrate the normal guy, right? The normal guys that put their lives on the line to make a world a safer place from the things that go bump in the night. Anybody want to change their answer? Because that's solid. I don't, but I do. I you do like that one? Yeah, I, I, like I agree with Kyle. I'm not going to change mine, but that, that that's fucking respectful. Right I love on, that. Right I love that, that takes us to... I have to try. I got to <laughs> try to pull you guys in. <laughs> Best kill, guys. Uh, can I give a runner-up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, when uh, Blade walks into... Uh, he's in the meat locker or whatever, the, the techno rave scene, and he has that boomer. I wish he'd have used that boomerang more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he just stands up against the wall, <laughs> just throws it out, and it just... Catches it and they just, I just, I love that. that. Is such an awesome kill. I hate that cheese look on his face though. He's like, yeah, it worked. It's yeah. almost like he didn't know it was going to work or not. You know, it's, it's like, like the only time he's happy is when he gets a good kill. Well, well that's what he does. Some right. hero. Yeah. So, what's your best kill? Oh, my best kill? Mm-hmm. My best kill will be, uh, <laughs> this is kind of, I, I, all right, uh, when, uh, and it's in Hellboy. And when they're under Rasputin's tomb, Rasputin's tomb, <laughs> Rasputin. and uh, they're all not that walkway. It's uh, Hellboy, Agent Lime, and uh, the head FBI asshole. I can't think of his name right now. Myers. But like, oh, can you? No, it wasn't Myers. It was the uh, older guy, the one that hates oh, Hellboy. Oh, uh, yeah, Jeffrey Tambor's character. And he's like, Some, Hellboy's like, something's coming. And then the other asshole's like, I said stay put. And this poor agent's just standing there. And then out of fucking nowhere, this gigantic hammer pendulum thing or whatever just wipes him out and half the fucking bridge. I mean, can you imagine just standing there and your only thoughts are, well, do I listen to my boss? Do I listen to help? Oh, shit. You know what? <laughs> you're just, you're, you're bug shit. I, I loved that kill. Well, where are you going? Um, I just, uh, give quick shout out to Liz. Uh, Say quick shit out? Yeah, quick <laughs> shit out. I'm going to give a quick shit out then I'll give you I an answer. I'd give her a quick rub out. I don't, know shit out. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but it's when Liz, like, fire explodes. <laughs> when she, like, fire explodes that room of, like, Sam Isles and all its eggs. When that she, fucking she just, like, has, She's, like, tells Myers to punch her in. And she turns around she's like, why aren't you running? <laughs> I love that. Um, but Blade's got so many fucking kills. Oh, and there's yeah, so yeah. many just fucking, like, cool, inventive kills. Uh, my favorite is early in the movie uh, when he's going through the, the blood club. And the one just pops up on him and he just takes that sword and shoves it all the way through its head all the way up to the ceiling. And it's just hanging from the sword on the ceiling. Fucking just brutal and badass. Where you going, Matt? I am going with Blade, but I am going with what I like to call Dragon Eddie's Death by Sunlight. Oh, that's good. It is good. just such a cool kill on so many levels. I mean, I think like Kyle mentioned before, he rips out his fangs, but then not only does he have to experience the suffering of all of his skin and his blood and his organs melting, but like uh, like Ethan Frost says, um, Dragon Eddie's never experienced a sunlight, a sunrise, and this has to be his first one. Yeah. And he, like, really rubs that in um, because earlier in the film, um, Deacon Frost, uh, well, uh, Dragon Eddie was belittling Deacon Frost because he's not a pure blood. But because Dragon Eddie is a pure blood, he cannot uh, experience the pleasure of a sunlight, of sunlight. So he has to suffer it. And, um, yeah, I just thought that was, you know, really cruel on multiple levels. So it has to get my best kill. And then knowing that this MTV vampire. It's going to take over yeah. the fucking vampire world. It has to fucking, yeah. like... Yeah. There's, there's, like, a 90s version of Dark Shadows, this fucking guy. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I'm going with the first assault on the nightclub, man. So if you need one kill to make this category legal, uh, give it to the shotgun to the face of the vampire chick, man. I don't care who the fuck you give it to, right? Um, you know, how can I pick one fucking nightclub kill, man? It's fucking ridiculous, man. It's John... 
John Wick meets fucking Blade, man. It's, I still haven't seen John Wick. It's yeah, it's, it, that's what I it is. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> okay, but it's uh, Blade gets a lot of kills in its two two hour runtime. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it ever gets better than the first nightclub assault. Man, he uses yeah. his shotgun, his sword, his boomerang thing. He fucks them all up. I will talk about that scene later. Yeah, on too, I, I get off on every kill in that nightclub man i couldn't pick one whether because you would just mention the boomerang kill yeah oh, where it yeah, takes off like great. three heads mm-hmm. uh that shotgun kill where that that vampire chick like freezes mm-hmm. she's like and he's like blows off her fucking head um the spear gun with the stakes in yeah it. so every kill in that fucking nightclub man it's 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 just great so i'm going with the uh the first um nightclub assault is where i'm going um, that takes us to... Uh, did you guys have any runner-ups? Because there are a lot of kills. I, I did give a runner-up. Yeah, did yeah, you have I, any kills? I did too, yeah. yeah Liz fire exploding the room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ripping it, up friend. the elder vampire fangs, Matt. You gave that your number one. Well, I almost went with... Uh, I almost went with Best Defeat, okay? Where they're torching Pearl with a UV light. Oh, yeah. You know? That was great. Almost got my number one. He moved. <laughs> um, you know, uh, this, it seems like I've seen it a hundred times. I can't tell you like, um, a scene or a movie, but it's when Hellboy gets swallowed by the tentacle monster and then he like blows it up from the inside with his grenades. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know why, but it seems like I've seen that a hundred times, but it's still a cool kill. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, so those were, um, yeah, those, uh, frying the first hellhound on the track. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. Then I'm he's like, baby. I'm fireproof. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So there's just a, a few of my runner ups. Um, that takes us to what the fuck. All right, let's go around and share our runner-ups for what the fuck. Let's stick on one movie. Um, so, Blade. Do you have any runner-ups for Blade? Uh, yeah, the there was well, when he became uh, Lamagra, the Blood God, and he uh, Blade cut him in half. That was the shittiest oh, fucking CGI. Yeah. I, I, I have seen some seriously like independent, low-budget horror films that had better CGI than that. I, I was just like. What the? That literally made me say, "What the fuck?" That's a bad. That's yeah. really bad. Still looks better than the new Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> They're at least the same. Yeah, yeah they were made twenty part. years ago. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, that was that was one of my bad things for Blade. It's just the CGI is really fucking atrocious at times. When they when all the the vampire skeletons rip out of themselves at the end and start flying away, it's like, holy fuck, yeah, that is yeah. terrible and <laughs> shit looking. Um. My other big what the fuck from Blade is um. They, they only brought one human to their blood sacrifice. Like, this whole fucking club is to, you know, kill people and have this, like, blood yeah. orgy sort of thing. There's only one human in the entire thing. And he survives somehow because you just piss with him instead of fucking killing him. And then you all get taken Even out by Even if you blood. decide to kill him, that dude's fucked, like, yeah. what, 30 seconds? Yeah, oh, yeah, but he's just, like, crawling around. They're just shoving him around, not biting him, yeah. not doing anything. And then they all get fucking killed his by His blood, blood is drained in, like, yeah. fucking 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. He his people on his shoulder, his ankle, his fucking dick hole. Asshole. <laughs> Only Tracy Lords was sexy enough to get one guy to come Jeez. back to the club. Don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt. You have a runner up. Uh, just one, or can I do both of them? Uh, give me, give us one. <laughs> All right. So my first one is uh, when Whistler is smoking his cigarette while pumping gas. Oh yeah. I mean, I know he doesn't care because he's probably so old. He's <laughs> saying, "I'm gonna die anyway. It's no big deal." But you know, there's an innocent person there, and. Uh, yeah, I just totally irresponsible. Just totally took it took me out of the movie a little bit just because it's so obvious of a, you know, like a big mistake. And I'm mean, sure it's they went for the last, but still, it's a little bit of a what the fuck. Yeah, one of my minor what the fucks is from Blade, and it's at the end of the subway fight scene. Blade grabs the train with his arm. Uh-huh. And he dislocates his shoulder, all right? 
<laughs> his arm should be ripped off. I know he's strong. He's vampire, vampire strong, yeah, right? That should have dislocated his whole fucking Do upper the body. fucking math. Arm off. Uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> I'm no physics professor, but that guy just got his fucking arm Exactly. Off. So that's a minor one. Yeah. Cousin Wayne, do you have any other ones? Uh, no, not for Blade. All right, Kyle. I do not have anything else. Oh my gosh, really? Kyle, you usually can't, kind of, like, I, match I, me. I kept I kept it simple. This okay. Time. Yeah, same uh, Matt? Well, my uh, second run-up for that is just uh, Pearl's Brookhouse Nature in general. This is, this is this big, fat guy. And, you know, his tits are so big that you figure, is this a man or is this a woman, you know? So, uh, yeah, I just, uh, that was a little bit of what the fuck, just because of the fact that it made him so grotesque. Yeah. I, mean, I was aroused as a child. So. <laughs> uh, I have a few, so I'll just rattle them off real quick. Um, the original script for Blade had a scene where Karen finds a jar with a vampire baby in it. All right? So supposedly the baby would have been alive and used by Blade and Whistler as like a guinea pig for testing um, out weapons to fight vampires. <laughs> okay, so the, the studio Oof. decided it was fucked up and they scrapped that. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> That's <laughs> David for Lynch, them. If so, David Lynch tricked a vampire film. <laughs> yeah, so good call there, new line. All right, uh, Stan, so this is, a, this is kind of a what the fuck, interesting kind of side note, but Stan Lee originally had a cameo that was cut oh, from the film. Really? And it was during uh, that uh, nightclub... You know, um, fucking assault. He'd have been the DJ. <laughs> yeah, he was the DJ. Uh, he, was the, he was the main guy. <laughs> no, he was. Uh, he was one of the cops that was going to come in and like was had to clean up the mess. I was like, oh come on, that would have been so cool. What yeah. the fuck, you know? Um, and then when Quinn captures Blade, this was like one of my big what the fucks, man. He punches him in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Kyle and I, we talked about this yeah. a little bit a couple days ago, but Blade is wearing fucking body armor. And you can tell he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, and then it's like, does, does Quinn think like those punches would hurt him? Like, he's fucking jacking him in the mm-hmm. fucking stomach, right? It's like body armor. And it's not hurting him. You can see in his face, like, he's like, what the fuck are you doing to me, man? He could have chopped off his hand, you know, broke his knees. He could have sucked his dick just to make him feel, <laughs> just to make him feel uncomfortable. <laughs> but, he punches him in the st- but he punches him in the stomach. I'm gonna like, suck your dick and make you uncomfortable. Just to make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Shit, all right. Um, I have not watched this movie in, a, in quite a few years, and um, when Deacon throws that little girl through a hot dog stand, that's great. I was like, oh my god, that man. almost got best scene. No, <laughs> the, the and then she almost gets hit by a bus. I do have another what the fuck for Blade. Uh, I'm sorry. This girl's gonna need therapy or Jesus or something. <laughs> Do you have another what the fuck? Yeah, at the uh, uh, Deacon's nightclub, right? Uh, you have these old Asian guys watching these very young Asian girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that just was like, okay, yeah. you know, that kind of kind of what the kinda fuck? Fucked up, yeah. yeah. So uh, another one of mine. This almost got my number one, guys. This one almost got my number one. Um, something that makes me say what the fuck is, and it, it even did back in the day when I watched Blade in the theater, and it's the cheesy poses that Blade does during the fight scenes, man. You know, I mean, like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like the fist pump, the smiles to the camera. It's just like, it's very... It takes you out of it. It's very strange. It would take me out of it if if I wasn't having so much fun. If I wasn't into it to begin with. Exactly, because it is very strange. Because Blade does not act Mm -hmm. like that unless he gets, like, this awesome kill. He's like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that's very strange. He's very proud of his work. Yeah. <laughs> so my last uh, runner-up is Blade looks suspicious as fuck, man. I mean, he walks around in broad daylight, okay? With a With, bleeding cop at one point. Yes. throw him into a trunk and no one stops him. Black trench coat, samurai sword sticking out of his back, all right? <laughs> I mean, he's not shy about pulling out his semi-automatic weapon on anybody, but nobody walking around seems to give two shits. He must have been filming in New York. Yeah, I just need, I just need one person 
passing. I just need that, you know, I always talk about, I need that one line in a movie. I need that one scene in a movie. It's only going to take five fucking seconds. Ten seconds max. We're like, Blade's doing that to the cop where he's got mm. the fucking samurai sword. And someone just goes, they just walk around, they look over, and they're like, holy shit, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need. And it makes everything okay. But nobody does that. You know, they're just walking around like with their Starbucks acting like everything's groovy. Um, that's, that's, so those are my runner-ups. Um, so what's your number one what the fuck is win? Uh, I'm going to get some shit for this one. But uh, Blade, the horrible villains. Mm. Uh, for me, uh, like I, said, I thought Deacon was horrible. He had like... Oh, uh, here's one of the things that cracked me up. Like I can't remember... Uh, the blonde chick in white, that vampire. She's like yelling at the elders. You about time you contributed something to the cause. What fucking cause, bitch? You've got one dumbass Quinn. They got your skinny ass and a bunch of like nobodies that you fucking hired. That's your cause, you know. And then you've got the cause oh, to bring Lamigra back. Yeah, and, and then and then we have about Lamigra. What killed his ass in what five minutes? Yeah, you know. I just no. I mean, you've got this awesome character and you've got a great storyline, and, and just a bunch of nobodies for him to fuck with. That drove me nuts. That's what drove Blade to the yeah. ground for me. You know, I get it. I understand. Like, I like Deacon. I think he's energetic and he has a lot of charisma, but. You know, I would stand up for him in a fucking dick fight. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I do have I do have fun with him, but I get what you're saying. None, none of his sidekicks can be Carl. <laughs> exactly. Dude, fucking Deacon needs a Carl. <laughs> Quinn was no fucking Dude, Carl. Dude, I actually like Quinn, though. You're kidding me. No, oh, I, I love Quinn. Like Quinn. His death was the most satisfying ever. He just like, oh, really? fuck him up. So I, like, so I hated Quinn, him. Quinn, I don't know, for whatever reason, like, Quinn does not... He does not pass that line for me where he's too obnoxious. Mm-hmm. He's he's close to it sometimes, but he's he's just I'm this, a naughty vampire guy. That was I'm a good question. I'm gonna be naughty. Yeah. I'm gonna be a naughty vampire guy. He's just I, I think he's having the most fun he can with being a fucking minion. You yeah. know, like I, I dig his character. But he's so actually. stupid. He's just stupid. like this is your right hand guy, a dumbass. You know? Okay, I, yeah, I, I, I get, I, get it I fucking get you. But I actually kind of liked him. But I understand. I understand. Uh, my winner comes from Hellboy. And it's uh, that he just can't seem to grasp the fact that Samuel regenerates because yeah. he kills him and it's like and and Abe's like oh it, well he can't die he's just gonna regenerate that's a great all story. right and he just leaves and like, he regenerates and then you yeah. gotta fight him later and well, then he splits into two and then you gotta fight two and then he just keeps like killing him in these mundane ways and he just yeah. keeps coming back you know, and regenerating into two spoiler, <laughs> so spoiler like alert right I almost got my best scene because I love when he like whoops this thing's ass and then he's like. And I fucking like I just walk I, I fucking whoop this thing's ass and Abe's like well he's like the he's, hound his, of resurrection he, hound of resurrection he's like he turns around and he like what the fuck no he goes thunk uh, no, wait what'd you say that? he goes no that he gives him all these titles yeah and he goes that's the part I don't like yeah, that's <laughs> like, he turns, turns around, around. I was like dude that's great that's great writing that's it is. fun all right who's up next Matt Matt give us uh, your uh, number one what the fuck. Well, I have a couple of run-ups first from Hellboy, since I forgot to mention them. Uh, first, uh, Rasputin's de- first death at the beginning of the film, just the way he gets sucked into that portal was pretty nasty, especially for a PG-13 film, so that got a little bit of a what-the-fuck. And the second one is uh, Ape Sapien also liking to eat eggs. Like, we know that the monster from The Shape of Water does as well, yeah. which might have been the reason why people thought, oh, for The Shape of Water, well, is this like an Ape Sapien origin film but it wasn't but yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that but my number <laughs> one what the fuck is from Blade it's when Blade throws Karen off of one rooftop rooftop across a chasm yeah. and she lands on the other rooftop on like this garbage bag or something like that and she doesn't really get serious injured I think she gets her like 
elbow dislocated, but <laughs> I don't think the cringing's gonna be that strong, so it's a bit of a what the fuck. It's quite a big what the fuck. Yeah, I, I agree with that one. Yeah. I actually thought about that one. Yeah. yeah. All right, my number one is from kind of behind the scenes, guys, and it's uh, Hellboy was originally created as a throwaway character by Mike Mignola. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, fun fact right here is in 2011, Hellboy was ranked 25th of the top 100 comic book heroes by IGN. And nice. can you imagine just this character just getting thrown into the trash? A top 25 mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. just getting thrown uh, into the trash. Um, I love the mythology and the agency and this whole character and everything about it is such a great idea. I'm curious how many just cool ideas have been discarded by artists, you know, um, in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen King threw Carrie away and his wife exactly. pulled out of the trash. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I would love to have a list of those discarded characters. Yeah, his but... quote was, what the hell do I know about teenage girls? Yeah. yeah I cool. think my what the fuck, if I could like just kind of zero in on it, would be how many other characters like Hellboy, right, are in the recycling bin, mm-hmm. right? Just delete, recycle. This isn't going to go nowhere, you know? It makes you really think what the fuck, man, because I really like the mythology here, and it's, it's I think it's kind of special. And just to see that that just just get discarded, yeah, is is like what the fuck, man. You know. All right, guys, that takes us to our next category, which is best score. Uh, score. This almost got my rubber chicken award. Okay, really, but uh, when it came down to it, I really enjoyed the music in Hellboy. Okay, you know, you had a couple of uh, almost like slow goth rock songs thrown in, uh, some of the theme music at the beginning, and certain scenes. It, It did catch my attention, and I enjoyed it. You know, it fit the mood, fit the movie, kind of helped with the flow of things. So all I heard in Blade was generic techno. You know, I mean, this is some shit. Like, if you bought a fifty dollars Yamaha keyboard and hit mix one, you know, I I feel like I would. We're gonna battle, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I nearly went rubber chicken for this category too. I don't. I'm not big into the techno in Blade, uh, and the Hellboy music isn't overly great either. But there is one song that saves it, and it's from Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, and it's called Red Right Hand. Yeah, Uh, just a fucking cool song that like. Fucking perfectly fits Hellboy. Like it wasn't. It's not written about Hellboy. It was just mm-hmm. something they were like, yeah, it fucking fits perfect. He's got a big red <laughs> right hand. Uh, bringing about the end of days. That's fucking cool. So uh, I give it to that just for uh, the Nick Cave shout out. All right, Matt. Uh, so I also won with Hellboy. The score by Marco Beltrami. I thought it was good enough to um, award him this uh, idol, but also the use of songs such as. We'll meet again, red right again, mm-hmm. and let's stay together. So I thought it's a good enough soundtrack to, to deserve an idol. So I, yeah. I decided to spare this category of the rubber chicken. Right on. Um, yeah. I'm going to battle Cousin Wayne on this one. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to battle all you motherfuckers. I'm going with Blade for its mid-90s techno hip-hop soundtrack. And uh, Go ahead, Cousin Wayne. You want to hear good techno mid-90s uh, you, you listen to the prodigy you, you listen to uh, electric hellfire club uh-huh. my life with a thrill kill cult even some of skinny puppy stuff uh-huh. you don't listen to that that's fine um but i also said <laughs> hip-hop soundtrack all right um vampires and techno almost got my best duo. <laughs> okay it's a uh, peanut butter and bloody jelly all right uh the rave blood math mix is fucking awesome you know how you said like i'm giving Hellboy, that one song. Mm-hmm. I'm giving Blade. I, I could give Blade that one song, and it's the fucking bloodbath mix. Um, I've heard some techno, man, and none of the techno gets my dick hard. <laughs> like the fucking song in the opening of fucking Blade, dude. I love that jam. 
And uh, but uh, so I started listening to on iTunes. I went and I I, I downloaded the, the the Blade um, score and soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And uh, the soundtrack man is actually better than I think what you guys are giving it credit for. You get DJ Crush, Junkie XL, New Order, Gangstar. It's very '90s if you like that. Um, but what I love it's 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 purely for cinematic purposes. Like, does that make sense? I know what you're I, I give it your chance. I mean, it's very energetic. Yeah, it's I don't very think it, stylish. I think it fits the movie. It's just... Exactly. And I think, I think it fits the movie. That's that's the perfect way I'll to put it. I'll give it that. It does I think the movie. soundtrack supports the action. And uh, after you listen to this podcast, I mean, like, go to iTunes, man. Um, you know, Type in Blade soundtrack and oh, crank it up to eleven, man. I mean, you won't dig it too much, right, cousin Wayne? But I, I, but I think it fits the movie. You know, it's it's really legit. And the score, though, I think the score is only like five scores, but I think the score is pretty atmospheric for the movie. So um, I have to go with Blade <laughs> on that one. That takes us to best quote, which I'm excited to hear what you guys. I, I think this might be unanimous. Maybe this is a possibility. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> uh, I went with Blade. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> that's a good one. That, that's just that's, not only it's one of those. I didn't go there. So oh I just really? Wrote, yeah, but it was a runner-up. It's probably my number two. I I, I, I loved it. I just loved it. And, and he's right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> it was, dude. It was my number two. Number one for a long number time. Two. Yeah. Okay, you're right. That is my winner. <laughs> Some motherfuckers are always trying to skate up. Yeah, skate to ice. Skate uphill. Uh, couldn't, couldn't words. Um, my my backup. My my other one was from Hellboy, and it's uh, when Broom's talking to Myers uh, when he first gets there, and he's like, "In the absence of light, darkness prevails. There are things that go bump in the night, Agent Myers. Yeah, make no mistake about that. And we are the ones that bump back. Yeah, nice. Um, I like that one a lot. But no. Blade just saying some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate yeah. uphill. And it's the way he said it, too. I mean, like, the thing's just a little mumber's gone or whatever. He's yeah. like, some motherfuckers. Since you guys already said it, I'm not going to bring them back up, but my runner-ups were, you know, skate uphill right on. and bump in the night. That was, <laughs> that was two of mine. So, um, Matt, where are you going, bro? My winner is also for Blade, and it is also some motherfuckers. <laughs> are <laughs> to skate uphill. I mean, it's funny, it's clever, it's a surprise, and Blade's line delivery is great. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a great uh, action one-liner, so I had to give it best quote. I just like, wow, when it first started, like, yeah, that's going to get my best quote. Well, now you got oh, me yeah. uh, fucking thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, uh, I want you to say it with me. Cousin Wayne I might, right. I might. I'm going to see what you guys think here, okay? Um, it's a very simple quote that I have written down. Um, I can't get it out of my head, and I've been saying it at work. Every time I go into the office at work, people are just sitting at their computer, I walk in the room, and I fucking say this, right? It's the scene where Whistler saves Blade. He crashes through the wall, and he says, Catch you fuckers at a bad time! <laughs> I fucking love that quote! It's so awesome. Yeah. It's just the way it's delivered by Chris Christopherson. It's perfect, man. It's not like catch you motherfuckers. It's not like it's the it's in his delivery. Catch you, catch you fuckers at a bad time. I don't know. You like yeah. that? I, it's okay, but it's it, there's no motherfucker Satan up ice hill. I don't know. Ice, what do you think, Matt? Ice yeah. king appeal. I mean that uh, catch you fuckers at a bad time was one of my reference just because the way he says it and how it, you know how it's a surprise that he just comes in. <laughs> That's the first thing he says and it's. Great line delivery, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's valid, but uh, it's up to you if you want to make it a clean sweep, you know? <laughs> You know what? Fuck it. Let's make it a clean sweep. Yes. I'm cool with that. It, it was my number two. Um, I do love that delivery by Chris Christopher. And that is good I, delivery. But, but I, I will change. It's for the same Not movie, nearly so as good. Fuck it. Exactly. Um, some runner-ups um, is when the uh, the hospital security is shooting at Blade. And he goes, Motherfucker, are you out of your damn mind? <laughs> <You're right>, <laughs> That's the way he looks at him because he's so serious up to that point. Also, he's like, the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? 
Um, and then there's uh, one from Hellboy I want to give. It's a runner-up. It's um, where Liz is, uh, she says, in the dark, I heard your voice. You know, what, what did you say? And Hellboy says, I said, hey, you on the other side. Let her go, because for her, I will cross over. And you'll be sorry. You know, I thought that was pretty cool. So, yeah, that was good. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll stick with you guys. But I'll go with the clean sweep on that one. Sweet. Cool. I was right. You were right. So you were right. So <laughs> Mark it down on the calendar. It doesn't happen often. So I'm going to change back. <laughs> so it takes us to best screenplay, Cousin Wayne. Oh, hell boy. Uh, Blade, uh, it's cool. Like I said, a, a great concept. I love Blade's character. And I love the concept of him, you know, having Whistler with him and Karen and stuff. But I, I just felt like the story just... I just kind of half-assed it. That, that was my problem. The action scenes were great. I loved it. But Hellboy, I mean, just, just seemed like everything was spot on. You've got all these great characters written. You've got a great storyline written. You've, you've even got, like, these FBI agents, these minor little roles that have got personalities. that are just. I, I think it's just beautiful, beautifully, beautifully written. So I, I had to go with Hellboy. Well, I'm also going with Hellboy. I think the story is uh, better from A to B. I think all your side characters are a little bit better in Blade. Some of the side characters are just kind of meh. Yeah. Uh, but it, everyone's got these different personalities, like Abe and Liz and Myers, you know, and Broom. Like they all have their own, you know, distinct characters and the way they talk. I think it's just it. It's a more fun like script when you, if you were to like read them out loud I mean the the shit that's fun about Blade I think is because Wesley Snipe bring, brings it probably yeah. very cinematic yeah and, and, and I think Ron Perlman does bring a lot to Hellboy but I think a lot of it is the words that helped inform him how to do it so I'm going with uh, Hellboy right on alright Matt I'm also going with Guillermo del Toro for Hellboy like everyone said story's stronger uh, characters are stronger overall better dialogue I thought it was really great world building and it's I haven't read the Blade comics, but the Hellboy movie is also very faithful to the comics, tonally at least, if you care about that kind of thing. So, yeah, just the way it was uh, so well-crafted. He showed such um, honor and respect to Michael McNola's original work and while also making it his own thing. So, yeah, just that's what I get for best screenplay. Right on. I'm going ho- uh, Hellboy as well. Sweet. Um, I haven't read the comics, um, but I know I'd it pulls. Love to. Yeah, this, I would love this to. Is, this inspired me to no, want to read them. I agree it, with you 100. Um, you know, it pulls from multiple stories which they were supposedly faithful to, uh, more faithful than Blade anyway. Mm. And uh, but the writers, do, I think, do a good job of explaining the mythology in the movie. Um, I like this idea of Hellboy, this ha- this half demon man. Uh, that keeps the world safe from paranormal threats. You know, I like the idea of the Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense. I think that's I think yeah. I said that right. Um, and like you said, after this movie is over, I want to go buy Hellboy comics. I love Blade, but Blade the the story of Blade does not make me want to dig deeper into that mythology. Yeah, um, I think the framework has a touch of that old school pulp. It has um, some of that Lovecraftian horror, which I know you really do, oh, cousin I Wayne. Love it. <laughs> and just overall, just better character work all the way around. Um, all the characters are just richer. I think. Um, I think Blade is very one note. And again, you know, I'm fine with that. It's very action heavy. Um, I'm I'm completely fine with that. But I prefer the story that is told in Hellboy. Overblade. Mm-hmm. So I'm going. Home I want to back up a, a couple. One, one of the quotes I had. I know this is backing up a little bit. One I forgot about. And I'm sorry. It's when uh, the, the head FBI. Guy, God, I wish I'd written his name down. Is it I'm John? Really, no, no, the, oh, head, the, the older guy. Uh, the dad. Wait, no, 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 no. The, Jeffrey the, the, Tambor's character. Yeah, the, uh, okay. the dickhead guy. You know, he's like oh, munching he's on a peanut or something. He he just stops. And he's uh, it was after Professor's uh-huh. death. He's like, you know, this whole thing's a farce. Because in the end, yeah. after you've killed every demon, 
every ghost, every monster. Yeah, that's a great There's scene. still one left. You know what? Like, one of my yeah, favorite like, yeah, moments. That's a deep cut. It know? didn't get my defining moment. It didn't get my favorite scene. But since you brought it up, I do want to give some love to that scene. Is where he lights Hellboy's cigar. Mm. Hellboy's oh, yeah, you, you use him. a wooden match. It's after they kill Carl. Yeah, that's a special <laughs> moment. <laughs> but fuckers. then I think that special moment is kind of ruined because I think Hellboy just fucking leaves him there, doesn't he? Yeah, because yeah, like, even after the credits, she's like, hello, is anybody still here? <laughs> the fucking sewers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, That's that good. takes us to best special achievement. Uh, this was uh, my first tie of the night. Ooh. Uh, I, I did, I, when, since we've been doing these uh, comic book adaptions, I, I, I go through and I look at it. And, and you said, you, uh, I, I thought Blade was a good adaption. Mm-hmm. I thought they, I, so they both were uh, great adaptions to me. I, I, I will admit it, I didn't delve too deeply into them. Uh-huh. I googled images. Who's got time though, right? Exactly. You know, you know and I was looking at a little bit of, you know, I was able to look at a, I don't know, maybe thirty or forty pages taken from different ones here and there, and I was like, wow. You know, as much as I really didn't like Blade that much, they did a pretty fucking good job of sticking with the feel and the flow of the comic. The storyline, yeah, you know, pretty shaky, but did he look like very similar to that Blade? Because I know they changed the story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not... Blade, Blade has started to look more like Wesley Snipes since the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll go with yeah. that. Which it I does mean, usually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't some skinny white guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, like I, I thought they did a really great job. And again, I, I that's the special achievement I wanted to give. Yeah. Because we're doing the adaptions, and I, I weighed, I measured. They came out equal for me. Yeah, like, so I, I might change if I delve deeper into yeah, it. Yeah, I think it, you might. So I don't know as much. I don't know too much either. But I, th- I think they changed Whistler quite a bit. I think they changed like um, how Bully became a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Hellboy was like the better adaptation, okay. um, just from what I've read. Yeah, see, I, I don't know. I, I just Googled yeah, it a little I, bit. I, I can't I, say 100% because I haven't read them. Um, but I know they pulled from certain stories from the Hellboy comics, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I can't argue too much there. Uh, my special achievement is going to go to Hellboy uh, for practical effects. Um, I'm always key. On, I'm always keen on movies that go practical effects or CGI. Amen. Yes, they're CGI in Hellboy, but and it looks pretty good when yeah. they use it. Yeah. It won some, it won some Saturn awards yeah. too. Um, it won some Saturn awards for um, for I think uh, effects and makeup. I think nice. I believe so. Yeah. yeah, and and that makeup is legendary on Ron Perlman. Uh, yeah, Abe Sapien looks fucking up. incredible. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's it's just top notch. Uh, Practical effects from beginning. You know, to end. even something... just coloring. I know that sounds a little weird, but the way Abe is, is colored, they didn't make him mm-hmm. green. Like, yeah. like you know, and they didn't make him just mm-hmm. all blue. No, if yeah. there's something that holds up out of mixture, if there's something that holds up out of both these movies, it's the fucking makeup in in Hellboy. Mm-hmm. And there's one that um, I tried to fit into my wards. I could not fit it. But Ivan the corpse. No, yeah, I wanted really to cool. celebrate him somewhere. I don't know if you guys will, but I tried to. I couldn't. But. Um, it's a runner-up, wherever you want to put him. Looks I think the corpse looks great. And he's a fun character. I almost went there for best kill or you know, death when yeah. he just falls off the bridge. And I was better off dead. I was better off dead. He does, he's falling. Yeah. All right, Matt. Uh, best special achievement, I think I'm still sticking to Blade, being the first black Marvel superhero in a major motion picture. Nice. We awesome. With all the talk about the Panther being the first black Marvel superhero. Uh, well, he wasn't. Yeah. Um, even with the very much like an action movie yeah it's still pretty um, impressive for Marvel to actually go with Blade as really their first um, you know foot in the waters of major Witcher pictures but then after that you get Spider-Man and then after you get the MCU so yeah, I'm still sticking with that as my uh, best achievement that's nice. a great pick, man. Yeah, I'm going to echo a yeah. lot of what you said, man. Um, I'm going with Blade for being the movie that put the Marvel brand on the screen. 
the last theatrical movie based on a Marvel character was Howard the Duck, right? Oh, that's night, bad. Which we'll be probably talking about here in a few months. Uh, yeah. 1986, and that movie fucking bombed, man. Oh, yeah. Blade was a game changer. Um, its its right. success encouraged Marvel to do the X-Men, Spider-Man movies, just like you said, uh, Matt. And it's funny to see how things have changed. I mean, in the 80s and 90s, uh, the DC movies were the talk of the town with Batman and Superman. Yeah, yeah. Now they I can't even. It then. <laughs> now I can't even buy a fucking ticket for a Avengers Endgame until it's like Saturday night, <laughs> which all of my good friends have fucking tickets. What do you have tickets? I now? got opening night. I I, See, I got within, you. within five <laughs> minutes of them coming out. There were only like five seats left in the fucking theater. Yeah. I was at, and I was well, like, I'm going. I went to I went to the dives tonight with Brandon, and he told me he's like, dude, fuck you. I got tickets. I'm gonna shit out of it. People selling those tickets online for thousands of dollars. Yeah, I have tickets on Saturday goddamn night at 7. This was even, I I don't go to the theater for shit. Uh, I was really wanting to do this, and I saw just how quickly it was selling out, and I'm like, you know what, fuck it. Yeah, (laughs) so, uh, you know, it's like, you know, it's it's, it's funny to look back, you know, and see how DC was on top of the uh, the fucking food chain, right? On top of their game. And and so I'm going with Blade for being Marvel's first box office success and setting the stage for uh, the future of Marvel. So, going with Blade. Uh, makeup though, I love the makeup for Hellboy. I think mm-hmm. that's uh, that's that's awesome. That's my that's a runner for me. Cousin Wayne, uh, best supporting actor actress. I originally I my I, I'd actually scratched this out and sort of something different before I came here. I wanted to go with Professor Broom. Mm-hmm. You know the guy who uh, John played Her- him. Yes, thank you, John Hoja. But the more I thought about it, I I had to go with my heart. I went with Blade. Uh, Chris Christopherson mm-hmm. as Whistler. Yeah. You know, uh, Professor love Broom, it, bro. He did great. He did great, but. Well, I fucking love... I, I could talk to Professor Broom and enjoy that time with him. Whistler, I could hang out with that motherfucker nonstop, you know? And he did. And he was a little bit more... He, he did have more of a bond, I, I felt, with uh, Blade. Because, like I said, uh, first from just wasn't in it enough. You know, it was one of those other characters yeah. like that. But Chris Christopherson, like I said, in that line, no. that, I catch you motherfuckers at a bad time. <laughs> yeah. Shit like Get that. Catch you fuckers at a bad time. It was just playing in my head, and, uh, you know, I was like, I, I have to change this. Yeah. He's great. You know, like... Oh, I'll get to it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, for me, I'm going to use my second tie. Um, going with Stephen Dorff as Deacon Frost, who I really, really... I like that he is just, like, just kind of cool. <laughs> he's, he's pretty he's fucking cool. cool. I, do, I, like, like, I like, like Like, I don't like Stephen Dorff in anything except, except for, for Blade. Blade. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, so it's kind of weird. I, I, you know, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on him because I'm going to talk about my other tie more, and that's Doug Jones as Abe Sapien. Yeah, oh, great. he did great. Um, because people, people always, you know, oh, David Hyde Pierce. It's like... He kind of he kind did the of. voice, but even David Hyde Pierce is like, no, it's it. This is Doug, like, Doug don't even credit me in this movie. That is Doug Jones, one hundred percent. Doug Jones, uh, you know, from from Indiana, went to Ball State's where I went. Chirp chirp. Nice. Um, <laughs> and like, it, he's he's in so many fucking things that like he's always in prosthetics. Like, he, if you name a movie that's got something in prosthetics, he's probably fucking in it. Yeah. Um, sure. And he's he's so good. He brings that character to life and did so well with it that he. Got a movie, you know, 10, 15, 20 years later, get nominated for a Best Picture yeah. because of the work that he did. So. And, I'm, and I'm not even a fan of uh, Shape of Water, but I even right. said that uh, fucking Doug, Doug Jones killed that performance. Yeah, you know? yeah, he did. Doug he, Jones, I think, was was great in that movie. All right, Matt? Well, Doug Jones, yeah, very good pick, but I am also going with Wayne's pick, Chris Christopherson, yeah. Whistler, and Blade. <laughs> it's just a complex performance. I mean, when we first see him, he's, he's definitely... He seems like he's been through some shit. He's old. He's run down, weary. Um, he's very fatherly towards Blade. He's very somber about all the stuff he's gone through. But when he 
ready to cut loose. He does so. He enjoys it. Uh, Christopher Stopperson seems to be having a lot of fun with the, like the one-liners and just a lot of his line delivery is great. So, yeah, just a really complete performance, so he gets my best sporting. Right on. I'm going with a tie as well. Ooh. And uh, so I'm starting with Doug Jones and Hellboy for his work as Abe Sapien. Nice. Um, I feel, honestly, like this guy never gets the credit he deserves. Um, I never yeah. hear anyone talk about Doug Jones. Um, he's a scene stealer in everything he's in. He's a scene stealer in this. Doug Jones is great. Okay, so I'm not going to say too much more. You guys nailed it right on the head. Um, I will say that I do give him credit. About three years ago, we did our Star Wars casting, Mm -hmm. and I said that I wanted Doug Jones in my Star Wars movie. You can find that on the fucking website. You know, I said, and I even said the cast. I don't want him just as a fucking droid. He can be a fucking Jedi, a droid. He can do whatever the fuck he wants in my Star Wars movie. So I've been giving him credit. Um, But he's a Guillermo del Toro regular, and I think he deserves some credit. Um, He's awesome as Abe Sapien. If there's one thing I could probably say to highlight why I like him, I think it's his movement. Mm-hmm. There's something, there's a it's, way that he moves. It's not human-like, but yeah, it, he really does his like, character. I mean, it's, 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 it's very, it's it's a weird, fluid kind of movement yeah. where you're like, that's, yeah, that's how a fish would move if it had yeah. legs. And, and he's not around. in it as, as much as I remember him being in it, mm-hmm. but he's memorable. Very memorable. Okay, um, great supporting there. And I'm going with Chris Christopherson from Blade, man. Um, I love this old fucker as Whistler, man. <laughs> you know, there's, there's been talks about, you know, recasting Blade with Idris Elba. There's been talks about, you know, um, fucking Mahershal Ali coming in as Blade. And, and, you know, I could see that. You know, I really could. I, I dig Mahershal Ali. Fuck yeah, I do, man. I, I could really see that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when it gets to, you know, uh, Whistler... Ah, oh, man, dude. I don't know if anybody can play Whistler but Chris Christopherson. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't picture it. it wouldn't... I don't know. It's just, yeah, he's just... Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. That's how I'd go with. I, 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 I think that would be <laughs> too, much, too on the nose, maybe. Like Chris, Chris Christopherson, what was he doing before this? He was just like... He's a folk singer. A folk singer, <laughs> dude. And he... Catch you fuckers at a bad time. <laughs> I just, they whips out a guitar. <laughs> yes, and uh, I don't know. He brings some age-old experience to the movie. I think he gives you know Wesley Snipes something to bounce off of. Um, I almost didn't tie this, man, but he's, he's <clears> one of my favorite parts or components of this versus. So I had to, man. And... Uh, I, I just, I don't know, I buy him as this honky-tonk vampire mm-hmm. killer with, like, this soft whiskey voice. <laughs> you know, I fucking, I, I love him, man. And uh, I was thinking about this. I would love a crossover. All right? I don't know if it's out there. And if it is, fucking A, buy me this book for Christmas, all right? Um, but I want a crossover where Whistler and Hellboy meet each other. Oh, that'd be badass. Can you imagine that? Is that, it, it, dude, if that's written, that's what I want for fucking Christmas. Mickey Rourke. <laughs> for what? Whistler. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Good try, but uh, especially not now. He looked like fucking. He does look like Marv from Sin City. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'm going, so I'm going with a tie, guys. All right, that takes us to. Oh, I have to give some uh, some love to for supporting when we're talking about supporting. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think it's Udo Udo Kier. Udo Kier. Udo Kier. This motherfucker is like in every supernatural vampire movie. Dude, he has been in so many Giallo films; it is just unbelievable. Yeah, I, I've probably got a collection of about sixty to seventy uh, Giallo films. Uh, German, he, Italian. Yeah, I believe you. I, There's always room for Giallo. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> I bet you he's in at least. If you were to take ten of those movies off the shelf randomly. Yeah. He's a nine of them. Yeah, I mean it's just he, he's perfect casting here. Like if you want a elder <laughs> vampire, I think he's I think he's passed. I think he's passed now. I'm not for sure. You guys have to fact check that. But if if I was making a vampire movie tomorrow, you go Udo, <laughs> right? Udo. <laughs> that's where you go, Matt. Right? Maybe or, he could play Russ Putin. Yeah. yeah, that's where you go. So that takes us to our next category. 
<laughs> it takes us to best lead cousin win. Uh, Hellboy Ron Perlman. Uh, he 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 brought Hellboy to life. Mm-hmm. You know he's he's got that voice. He's got those facial expressions. I mean he he, he just I that's another problem I had with the the reboot there for a while. Is no Ron Perlman. I was like, good yeah, God, yeah, that's fucking you know? sucks. You didn't get the trilogy. He doesn't. I mean he does, he's just his movements, his tone of voice, his mannerism, everything just really really brought this half demon type character of life and yeah. I, I loved that uh, Wesley Snipes did great in Blade but yeah. just not much there you know what I mean as yeah. far as talking a lot, a lot of great uh, fighting choreography did mm-hmm. great there but as far as acting uh, it's Ron Perlman all day for me Yeah, I'm also going with Ron Perlman uh, to be in makeup and to emote like that and mm-hmm. bring you know the funny I think it, Hellboy's a lot funnier than Blade okay. Blade tries to have humorous moments and they sometimes work sometimes they don't mainly fail. sometimes they're not <laughs> intentional um, but in Hellboy like the jokes land and it's, it's the way he sells it um, being in that fucking makeup I think took like eight hours a day or some shit to get it fully Damn. fucking on um, so that's that's always a big like kudos and hurrah to you as a human being um, and you just he's just cool like he's got he's funny he can play the badass and he can play that that sentimental guy that you fucking connect with when he's on the rooftop drinking, drinking beer, you know. Yeah. So I love uh, Ron Perlman as Hellboy. All right, Matt, where are you going? I am also going Ron Perlman as Hellboy. He's one yes. of those guys where you think, oh, he's born to play this character. He really makes the character his own. He brings the physicality and really different types of humor. I mean, self-deprecating, um, sarcastic, and just over the top like wisecracks. Um, yeah, the way he moves, uh, his chemistry with the other actors, he just, he, he can really do it all with this role, and he, he makes the most of it, and uh, so he gets my best lead. Right on, yeah, I'm right there with you guys. Um, it's really special when an actor takes one of these comic book characters and they make it their own, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, when they take um, a, a character and they breathe life into it, Ron Perlman is Hellboy. Mm. Yeah, there's yeah. there's no doubt no no doubt about that. Um, someone might be able to step into these shoes someday. Uh, maybe David Harbour did a a great job yeah. in the new movie. You know, maybe he's the best part of that experience. But Ron Perlman will always be Hellboy. Amen you know, he's he's magnetic. He's charming. Uh, you can tell Ron Perlman is having a blast playing this character. Um, I actually pulled up a quote here from Roger Ebert, and he said, uh, "With Ron Perlman, Hellboy has found an actor who is." Not just playing a superhero, but enjoying it. Mm-hmm. He chomps his cigar, twitches his tail, and battles his demons with something approaching glee. Uh, you can see an actor in the process of making an impossible character really work. Um, the reason I like Hellboy as much as I do, the movie in general, is because of the casting. Yes. You know, I think that's the highlight of Hellboy for me. Um, Ron Perlman is special casting. Doug Jones is special mm-hmm. casting. Um, it's, I think it's a fucking shame. Actually, it's a movie sin. That we never got a trilogy, oh, you know, know. With, with these characters. I know? wanted to see, his especially face with Ron so Perlman bad. already being sixty nine. That ship is mm-hmm. sold. Even if you know if one of these these streaming services can make a deal and you know make a you know fuck what, what's that going to be a seventy three yeah. with Ron mm-hmm. Perlman, that ship is sold. You know, so it sucks. I think it's a movie sin that we never got a trilogy here. Um, but I, yeah, I'm going Hellboy for best lead, guys. Nice, nice. Uh, Ron Perlman for best lead. Best. See, I even called him Hellboy. <laughs> 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 that takes yeah. us to best. Yeah, it takes us to best scene. Uh, this one, uh, another easy one for me, uh, with Blade, the opening scene, the uh, what I call the bloodbath meat locker. <laughs> I fucking loved it. What a great way to open this mm, movie. Mm. You, you have this, you know, I'm going to assume it's just kind of a rich boy in his Lamborghini or whatever. 
a uh, hot ex porn actress next to him. Uh, I mean, sorry, a uh, hot woman next to him <laughs> who did porn. <laughs> who did porn? <laughs> uh, underage porn. Under, yeah. <laughs> uh, then they drive to this. Uh, you know, she's like, "Oh, I've got the secret." Whatever. They go to this rave, and all, all these vampires come up, and he's crawling away. Oh, and whose boots does he come up to? The baddest motherfucker around. I mean, and then he just starts. <laughs> and and so as soon as you see Blade, he kind of looks. And then the ass whooping begins. How many times did I make you watch that scene? Uh, I watched this probably ten times today. <laughs> I came in, sat it was down. Playing the studio. on repeat when I walked in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So God knows me. I, I just quit counting. I was just like, "Fuck it." But I was like, "Oh, isn't the quality great?" <laughs> yeah. How about the different scene? <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, just just uh, a beautiful scene. Just great, great opening for this movie. If the rest of the movie had been like the first, maybe what, ten minutes like this. Uh-oh. I might be having a lot of different awards here. Yeah. No, no shit. Wait, we had the same thing. Again, yeah. Dude, I don't know what we the are opening, on it, man. The we opening to Blade is fucking cool. We gotta it's write like, this down the calendar, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, this movie is like starts off just on fire. And I, I don't think it dips down like significantly or anything, but like it doesn't reach the pinnacle as that yeah. opening scene. Like there's oh, yeah. so many fucking cool kills. You're learning so much about Blade without him ever having to say a fucking word. The, the fucking visuals of the, the blood just, like, pouring out of the sprinkler oh, yeah, system yeah, and everyone so just kind of just fucking soaking it like, in. Ah, it's a beautiful it's, color for the blood, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks things. great on the projector. It looks so fucking good. <laughs> it does. It looks you so know, a dozen times. It's great. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's I don't like the music, but the music fits the scene. It fits the scene. And yeah. it's just Vampires really, and techno. really fucking cool. <laughs> at, least you can, at least you can respect that. Because yeah. Cousin Wayne was talking about, we have another versus coming up close... Uh, Crow versus Old Boy, mm-hmm. and I said, dude, one of my favorite spoiler for that episode. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Um, the Crow it has one of my favorite soundtracks, and I'm not even a fan of that that kind of music, mm-hmm. but it just fits. Yeah. It fits that movie. So, spoiler for that episode, <laughs> Matt. For best scene, I'm actually going with a tie. Um, it's a scene from Blade. The hell, the opening nightclub scene is very good. It's like a close runner up. But I decided to go with uh, the ritual to call upon La Magra. It's just a, so much going on at once. You have the suspense of seeing the blood travel down the stone, the terrified victims underneath just helplessly waiting, knowing they can't do anything about it, uh, feeling bad for Blade being trapped in his sarcophagus and blood being drained out of him, and then Karen's trying to escape from her own trap, like in a pit. Uh, so that was like a really suspenseful, um, complicated uh, scene all the way around. And from uh, Hellboy, I went with uh, Hellboy spying on John and Liz. Yeah, it's uh, He's chatting with this young boy. It, it also does a lot of things at once. Uh, you see Hellboy's insecurity, his, uh, his uh, love for Liz, his mistrust of John, and kind of humans in general. But you also see his ability to connect with someone if he really wants to, because he's just about as honest with this young boy than he is with most people, and he just barely knows this guy. So it's just a really good encapsulation of Hellboy's character in just one scene. So, yeah, I had to give that scene to Hellboy just because, uh, yeah, I had to give the scene to Hellboy. And I think that's my favorite one. So I had to do a tie. I love your Hellboy tie, but I have to say, I think uh, if I if I disagree with one award tonight, it's probably the third act blade scene that you were talking about. Yeah. I think there's so <laughs> much CGI in there. That, that almost kind of what the fuck it takes me. It takes me out. <laughs> Does that take you out as well? Oh yeah, yeah. That was there was so much setup there, but it was just like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going, I'm going Blade, 
And I'm going with the uh, vampire rave bloodbath. No shit. No, no <laughs> shit. It's a, good one, scene, a good scene's a good scene. Yeah, man. It's it's one of my yeah. favorite openings ever. Underline ever in a movie. Um, the music is pumping, man. Um, a guy is trying to get his party on, get his dick wet, <laughs> and blood just starts pouring from the sprinklers, man. It looks so awesome. It's a fucking epic. Open. I think some of the best fight scenes in that whole movie are boom right there in that first ten minutes. Yeah, it, and it, it's one of my favorite character introductions, man. It's so badass. God, yes. um, like you just said, man. Um, like this guy just shows up to the boots of Blade, <laughs> blood pouring out of the sprinklers, vampires behind him, man, and Blade just starts whooping vampire ass John Wick style. And uh, I've got to see John Wick. <laughs> he, so I'm, dude, I'll be honest. I'm not a huge John Wick fan. I like elements of it. I love the gun fu. Um, but dude, Blade fucks that nightclub up. <laughs> and I think it's a Pantheon opening scene. And I think it's a Pantheon character intro. I'll go All with right? that. Um, I, I'm going Blade, guys. And I do have two runner-ups. One is um, Pearl, the, the fat-ass vampire cool scene. scene. I love yeah. that. And then... Um, Talking with Abe about the demon, I think that's a great scene too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, those are two of my runner ups. Right. On. That takes us to defining moment, guys. Uh, mine was in Hellboy when uh, Hellboy walks in uh, after he finds out that you know Professor Broom has been killed, and he just you know everybody just clears and very slowly he walks up to him, and, and there's a moment where he puts his arm under him mm-hmm. and lifts him up, and it, to me, I mean, yeah. that's just that was almost a tearjerker. Mm-hmm. Here's this. This demon. I mean, we find out in Hellboy too. I believe he's a prince mm-hmm. demon. I mean, this guy's a powerhouse. He's it's like huge. Satan's son. Yeah, yeah. Evil to the core. At least that, but here's this frail old man. You know, I mean, he's holding him, and they're just so different. This is the man that's loved him, raised him, taught him right from wrong, and, and just to see like this. Uh, yeah, sucked his dick. According to what cousin Brad, or Brad's doing <laughs> over there. <laughs> I just threw you off on that you, one. Did you threw me off, bad fucker. <laughs> But he did, and he's just, just that look, that, that whole, you know what I mean? I thought that was just such a great scene. Uh, my defining moment <laughs> is just how Hellboy looks in general. Like, it's a great fucking look on that character. The, Dude, that the, Hellboy the, look is so good. The sawed-off horns, <laughs> the, the fucking makeup, the beard, chomping the cigar, the big trench coat, the big fucking fist. It's like, fucking awesome. And it's it, part of Ron Roman's acting that we didn't bring up, like... He carries that right arm heavier than he carries that left arm. You yeah, know? yeah, he you does. Can, you can feel it, that, the weight behind that arm. Oh, so good. So, yeah, uh, just just the weight. You know, and we, I think we were talking before the, the podcast recorded, but, you know, I don't have a huge... No, it was the opening of our podcast. I don't have a huge problem with David Harbour, the no. way he looks, but Ron... He actually uh, looks, Ron he looks more closely Hellboy. to the, the comic book character. Yeah, yeah, Harbour yeah, yeah. But Ron Perlman's Hellboy, uh, fucking for 2004, I, I probably still prefer. I think yeah. it looks great. Just yeah, watching it. Yeah, I, I'll go with that. I have I don't have one problem except for maybe like the CGI tail every once in a while. Yeah, when it's like picking up the beer. I thought yeah. it was like his dick at first going to get <laughs> 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 beer to pick. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, it's a tail. Got it. <laughs> Dude, he would win every fucking award. He, oh, he used his dick to pick up a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> the only person with a skinnier dick than that is cousin Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> and mine ain't that fucking long. <laughs> a lot more red though. Yeah. I don't <laughs> well, <laughs> that's awesome yeah no I love that pick that's good yeah. alright Matt where are you going bro my defining moment is from Blade and uh, it's Blade's first appearance in the Vampire Nightclub he's imposing he looks like he's ready to kick ass and great he job. does it was a great opening um, not to mention this Blade was the first movie I watched in this versus so it set up the versus really well getting me hyped up 
to watch some supernatural creatures kick ass. So, yeah, I guess my defining moment for kicking it all off. So, so, Matt, you know how I said um, I, I disagreed with your third act Blade Award? Yeah. You redeemed uh, You completely <laughs> redeemed yourself. <Yes>. Agreed. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, this is got, this is not going to be a surprise at all, but I just bought a projector with a 100-inch screen, 5.1 surround, <laughs> and so I'm going Blade. All right? My defining moment was watching the bloodbath rape, <laughs> rape scene on, on repeat. repeat. Man, I, dude... It took me probably four hours to watch Blade because it was the first... Right when I bought the projector, put the screen up, it was the first movie I popped in. I kept on going back to that scene where the blood comes out of the fucking... The, the sprinklers, man. It's so awesome, man. And, uh, yeah, I watched it probably 10, 20 times. I don't know. It still holds up. I think it's a badass scene. It's fun. It's cinematic. It sounds awesome. You know? I'm not into techno either, Kyle. But the music fits that fucking scene. And, uh, dude, if you guys get a new setup, you get a projector, fucking 70-inch TV, I don't give a fuck what you get, right? If you get a new setup, um, after it's set up, man, put in the bloodbath rave scene, put in fucking the Matrix the <laughs> Matrix lobby scene, the, the beginning of Saving Private Ryan, mm. one of those, right? But Blade is one that you have to pop in if you get a new setup. Um, it does look badass. I'll back that up. Watching that shit <laughs> on 100 inches is fucking epic, dude. I fucking love it going Blade. All right, that takes us to best director. Uh, Hellboy, Guillermo del Toro. I, mm-hmm. God, just that's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not. Gonna, I know you said uh, you, you think he gets a little too much credit sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For his cre- and I'll, I'll give that. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you know, like you said, he just kind of walks into a room and throws his eyes on things and look, yeah. look at my masterpiece. But his director <laughs> skills, yeah, even if the movie's shitty. This man's, uh, you know, just director skills, I, I think, are really, really amazing. Uh-huh. He just does a great job. Oh, yeah, I'll touch base on that here in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. um, I, Guillermo del Toro. He's one of those uh, hit or miss kind of people for, for some people. He's a hit for me. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I really like... Is it every time that he's hit? Not every time. Most of the time. Like, I love Pants, Labyrinth. I think it's uh, one of the best oh, movies of the last, yeah. like, 20 years. I, uh, I really like Shape of Water when a lot I, of people do, too. But Guillermo del Toro just uh, creates a better world here, I think. There's a lot of world building that has to go into Hellboy, and I think he does it better than uh, Stephen Norrington's doing with Blade. Plus, you got all you know all these characters that are working. You have your hand you know, directly in the script, doing the writing and the adaptation of that, where you know, uh, Stephen Norrington had David S. Goyer, another a great writer, just doing all that sort of work for him. So Guillermo del Toro is like one of those people who... When he starts a project, he's involved in every aspect from beginning to end, and I respect that. Yeah. Right. All right. Matt, where are you going, bro? I'm also going Guillermo del Toro with, for Hellboy. He gets really great performances from all of his actors. He, cra- he crafts a unique, specific vision and executes all elements very well, from the production design, costume design, all the way on down. And he really gets directs some and stages some very good action scenes as well. I mean, he's not known as an action director, but for not really being an action director, he does that really well as well. So, yeah, top to bottom, um, just everything he does in that movie, um, it sticks. Uh, so he's getting my best director. Right on. Um, I'm going Hellboy. I'm going Gilmero del Toro. Um, I have uh, I have more fun with Blade. I really do. But uh, Hellboy is a better made movie. You know, if I'm being honest, I think uh, I honestly think I might be the only person on the planet that thinks Del Toro is overrated completely. I think that some people was like, "Hey, we need a creature 
We need a cool creature design. He's like, give me 10 minutes. <laughs> give me Doug Jones and some clay. And yeah. got it. He's like, give me Doug Jones in 10 minutes. And he like disappears into a room and he puts 10 eyes on Doug Jones <laughs> and like fucking six arms like, my masterpiece. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, let me suck your dick. You know, I, 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 don't, I don't get that, man. I really do think he's overrated. But I think he does a great job putting all of Hellboy together. Um, from costume design, makeup, camera work, script, characters. I think when you talk about the technical aspects um, of, of Hellboy or just of, the, of this versus, I think Del Toro just fucking, he does his job. He put he put in the work. He, he's so much better than Norrington that when they did Blade 2, they brought Guillermo Del Toro and kicked <laughs> Norrington off. Exactly, right? <laughs> I think everything is just a little cleaner. Um, just a, a little bit better craftsmanship mm-hmm. um, all the way around. Um, I was reading at, I, I was reading that it took I think of like six years to bring Hellboy and put Hellboy on the big screen. And so I think you can, you can tell that he loves, respects this character. He's put some time in it. And I don't know if you guys are aware, but he did the voice work for baby Hellboy, uh, the Hellhound, Ivan oh, the shit. Corpse. No, I didn't know that. You know, which is awesome. And, and a few other characters. Um, there was like, I think there's like one or two other characters besides those that I just mentioned. And so Del Toro, I think definitely put in the work, you know, oh, yeah. and he did it with love and respect, yeah. uh, stuck to the source material. And, uh, I mean, a third one didn't get made because they wouldn't they wouldn't fund, they wouldn't give him enough to, to make the movie that he wanted to yeah. make. So yeah. I mean, if he, I were a billionaire, I'd be like, "Here's a blank check, dude." Yeah. Overall, I think shit. it was hands down. It's it's yeah, Del Toro yeah. for for this going Hellboy. That takes us to Wild Card, guys. Uh, here's my second and final tie of the night. Ooh. Uh, one thing I want another similarity I noticed between Hellboy and Blade. They've got badass weapons. You know, Hell, Hellboy's got the good Samaritan. Blade has. Oh, fucking blade, you know what I mean? They both just, and I it's something I wanted to do uh, again. Weighed and measured, and I tied them. Uh, so they cool. both just you know the guns, uh, the sword, you know, and Hellboy just his giant fucking fist. I mean that's a weapon. You know I, I loved what they did. Nice. Uh, I'm calling my wild card the David Hyde Pierce is a bro award <laughs> um, for giving, you know, he was the much bigger name than Doug Jones, and they wanted to attach him to everything. They wanted to put him on the poster, and it'll be like, look, David Hyde Pierce is in this. But at the end of the day, he went, no, that's that's Doug Jones. Like, yeah, I, very like Doug Jones did all the work for that. He does all the motion. Like, he said all the lines on stage. You just made me go over them. He's like... This is fully Doug's character, and when it came back to the sequel, they threw a boatload of money at David Hyde Pierce, and he goes, "No, like it's it's Doug's role. Let mm-hmm. Doug do it." Uh, so that's that's just fucking in in a world of Hollywood where everyone's at each other's throats. Like that is a really fucking class act move by David Hyde Pierce. So yeah, that's cool. very cool. Where you going, Matt? Yeah, that's a really good award. Uh, for my wild card, I win with a category that I've been wanting to use for a long time. Finally, got to do it. It is best kiss. I am going Hellboy for Hellboy and Liz in a literal fury embrace at the end of the film. Nice. It's passionate, it's haunting, it's romantic, it's powerful. It's just a really great way to close the movie, especially how it builds up Hellboy's and Liz's relationship throughout the film. A nice celebratory moment as well, so yeah, it gets my wild card. Yeah. You, don't, you don't like when Blade kisses the woman that reminds him of his mom? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a what the fuck it is for me. <laughs> I feel a little awkward. I'm like, that's his mom. That's his mom. Yeah, the one I was also thinking of the, the other kids in uh, Blade where the Deacon Frost is making out with his uh, vampire chick. Oh, blood yeah. Your mouth and all that stuff, man. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I almost wanted my wild card to be, for the longest time, when it, like 1998... I wanted to be, I think it's a Quinn, right? I wanted to be Quinn sitting on a fucking bench in a nightclub getting kisses and your dick 
fucking sucked on. <laughs> dude, that is like... I, I was like, dude, that happens? That happens at nightclubs? Like, Someone bite me. Hurry. Honey, I'm going to the club. <laughs> Be back three days. <laughs> three days. <laughs> oh, man. So my wild card, guys, I'm going Blade, and I'm calling this the Rated R Comic Book Movie Award. And uh, I almost gave Blade the Special Achievement um, Award for going R, but it wasn't the first movie that, that did it in the genre. Um, I think that achievement should probably go to, I don't know, like The Crow or Darkman. Um, maybe Toxic Avenger, depending on how you're breaking down the genre for comic book movies, you know? Um, but regardless, I think Blade had some balls, man. You know, it was it was a very bloody movie for its time. Uh, we get some great horror elements. Um, I like the way the vampires are handled, you know, for the most yeah, part. Yeah. Um, I, I think the, uh, the the vampires are intimidating and scary. We get some uh, interesting creature designs, man. I love the look, the, uh, the look of Pearl, the design of Pearl, the fat-ass vampire. <laughs> you know, uh, the horror effects are... <coughs> I think the horror effects are great, you know, until... The CGI shit fest uh-huh. at the end, but like when when Quinn is all baked and he's in the hospital, like you can tell it's a bodysuit. Mm-hmm. But I like that look. look you cool. know, it looks cool, man. Um, but yeah, again, uh, Pearl getting torched by the UV uh, UV rays is awesome. Cool effects. So there's I don't know, I think there's some great atmosphere. I love the bloodbath scene. Um, scary way to open your movie. Like I said, I wish Hellboy would have embraced the R rating. Just a little more, you yeah. know, like like Blade did. Actually, Hellboy didn't even have an R rating. It was PG thirteen. I wish they would have embraced it like Blade did. And I'm not saying I want buckets of blood or I need buckets of blood. Just make it a little more hardcore. Yeah, I think Blade went hard with the horror, but not too hard that it takes you out of its comic book roots, you know. And so I'm right going on. Blade for going R and, and showing his balls. All right, cousin Wayne. That takes us to best picture, bro. Uh, you know, Blade was good. You know, I had a fun Ooh, time watching Blade. I know what that means. But I'll oh, give me Hellboy all day, every really? day. Oh, just just so much, so much better done. Uh, I had much more fun with it. Better characters, better story, better villains. Just, just pretty much better everything. You Lovecraftian bitch. <laughs> well, yeah, and I got some Lovecraft in there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just. All day, every day, Hellboy. If someone said this year they're going to remake either Blade or Hellboy, I would say, go remake Blade, because I think you can do it a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you couldn't, couldn't do it with Hellboy, and clearly they couldn't, because um, <laughs> Hellboy is, is a better film. You know what? I will disagree with one thing. I think Guillermo del Toro could make a better Hellboy movie today. He probably could. Yeah. yeah. I really I'll go with that. I'll go with I, that. Yeah, if you're, if you're giving me, you know, all the elements uh, back, he could. But, I, you know, I'm talking about, like, rebooting. As, that, yeah, as yeah, exactly. Because I think now. he's grown so much. Like, there's right. there's moments of Shape of Water, like, I really love. Mm-hmm. I just hate that, you know, like that she fucks the fish guy. I don't know, right? <laughs> but cinematically... <laughs> and, you know, Man, I love that. <laughs> you no, know, it's like, I really it's like so the look, the cinematography that he used... Um, the storytelling for the most part, <laughs> you know, but I'm like, dude, give me a fucking Hellboy movie now. And I don't know if it would beat Blade 2, but I think Hellboy 2 is a better movie. So what would a Hellboy exactly. 3 look like? Right. Exactly. So I think he could make a better fucking Hellboy movie today. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, you spoke for me. <laughs> I, um, Hellboy, Hellboy, yeah. I'll echo that. What about you, Matt? My best picture is also Hellboy. It's uh, more interesting to look at, more interesting to watch just the story, the characters, score everything um i already mentioned you know guillermo del toro executing his vision really well so and that shows up on everything that's on screen uh yeah it's just a more of a 
prestige uh, picture. Not that it's not one of the best prestige superhero films ever, but I mean, for certainly for its time, though, it was uh, one of the better ones for sure, and it gets my best picture. Right on. I'm going with Blade, guys. Um, oh, it's I, it's one of my favorite '90s movies, man. Um, I don't know anyone who does not like Blade. Um, I was talking to Brandon, a good friend of mine tonight. We were at the the dive, the local dive, and and he's like, "So where are you going?" You know, with this, and I go, "I'm going Blade." You know, he's like, "Where are you going, character?" I was like, "Hellboy." He's like, "Dude, I agree with you 100." <laughs> percent And it's, it's it's I don't know anybody who doesn't like Blade. Any anybody that I talk I to, like, like want to pop in Blade, but Hellboy's. So I don't, you know what? I think there's some some elements to to Hellboy that uh, I just don't care for, like the Hellhounds and like I love the characters and the story, but uh, there's a, there's a lot of filler that I just don't care for. Um, it's just okay to me, um, but Blade is memorable to me. Like I love Blade. It's it's formulaic and it's campy. I think you said that earlier, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also 100% fucking cool, man. I read somewhere that Blade isn't great art. It's not great art. But it's a lot of vampire ass-kicking fun, all right? And I agree with that 100%. You know, it's like, I forgot how much I genuinely love this movie. I haven't watched this movie for, since probably fucking, like, early 2000s. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely haven't watched it since the, the Y2K. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I didn't know how much I really wanted, to, like, a, a Blade reboot, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want the creators of John Wick to reboot this franchise, man. I think that'd be fucking badass. I mean, can you imagine Wesley Snipes killing suckheads with their gun-fu fucking kung-fu shit? I think that'd be awesome. Give me a soft reboot with with, with Wesley, you know, or go or fucking. Ali, oh yeah, do give me a reboot. Is Wesley out of jail yet? Yeah, he actually. Got out. So there's actually there was like there was an article like I think fucking this week, all right, that talked about uh, Marvel having loose talks with Wesley Snipes mm-hmm. about doing a rated R Blade movie, you know. So I don't know if that's gonna be a soft reboot or continuing after Trinity and uh, pretend Trinity didn't uh, exist mm-hmm. or doing like a retcon where it's like after Blade Two. Fucking bring back Gilmero del Toro! Like I don't think he's got anything on the uh, on the books right now. We didn't get our Blade movie, right? Fucking bring him or our Hellboy movie. Bring him in to do the fucking like the next Blade movie. Fucking a man. But uh, anyway, Blade is the movie. It always comes down to this, right? We've talked about this. I don't know how many multiple like multiple times. After this versus is over, it's the movie that I want to go pop in. You know, I'm just the opposite. I want to pop in Hellboy again. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm going Blade, guys. So any comments before we take a break? No, man, this, no, was, this was a, a close one all yeah, the way up to the good. end. So Nice. I'm, so I, I did, check our numbers. I but. enjoyed both movies. Just I did, too. And actually, yeah, we'll, we'll, so we'll talk about that, too. Uh, Matt, did you, uh, do you have any con- uh, final comments? Uh, well, I enjoyed the resources a lot. Um, I think I actually enjoyed Blade maybe a little bit more this time around. Uh, Hellboy, about the same. So, I mean, I still have to say that Hellboy is a better movie, but I did have a lot of fun with Blade, especially... Uh, as it, as it went along. I mean, when it started out, it's in kind of like a generic 90s film. I think it feels like a little bit dated, um, but just still a lot of fun, and he had a lot of fun with this versus. Right on. All right, we will count the Golden Idols, and we will be right back with the results right after this message from Kyle. Some of you motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. We'll be right back. <laughs> We are back. Before we give the Golden Idol results, what movie won the Facebook poll, Kyle? Neither. It is tied at 54 Holy votes still? apiece. Shit. Yes. Uh, have we ever had a tie? I don't think that's ever happened, Kyle. Never, no, it's usually one film dominates. Yeah, uh, And this is a dead tie, which is pretty fun, because it's been up for fucking four or five days. Damn, yeah. oh, man. Um, which is really cool. Um, I can read through a couple things that people were saying here. 
Um, uh, Todd Pole just said Jesus. <laughs> uh, Brad posted a bunch of gifts of Michael Jackson eating popcorn. <laughs> uh, this is the closest poll in AV history. Uh, we've got Scott Her Herdliska says Blade is better than Hellboy, but Hellboy 1 and 2 are better than all the rest of the Blades. Did you hear that? My dog is going fucking ballistic in the background. No, I didn't hear him. Fucking, probably. Is <laughs> what is it? Jesus know. Christ. That's why I don't have animals. Fucking, you, you good. <laughs> They're all fucking bananas. So we, get, we got a, a tie in the poll, but we didn't have a lot of uh, discussion going on about why anybody preferred one over the other. It just ended up 54 to 54. I think my dog might be in heat. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to take care of it. I'll be right back. <laughs> Would you please so we can finish this conversation? Hey, in five minutes or less, too. <laughs> if, 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 if you wait five minutes, he might fucking bark his dick off. I don't know. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about uh, the, the Golden Idol winner. All right, Kyle, okay. so... Who won? So it was pretty close uh, all the way up to you know best director. Uh, we actually had a tie until no shit. Yeah, it was wow. tied. It was tied all the way up to best director. Uh, then Guillermo del Toro kind of ran away with that category. Nice. Uh, so Hellboy in, ended up winning forty one to thirty three. Wow. So it was it was a close one. Nice. So guys, let's talk about Pantheon. Uh, Kyle, what is Pantheon. Pantheon is a mantle of the movies that we place into this higher stratosphere than other movies. It's not your AFI's top 100 or 250 or whatever. It's just movies that have this lasting impact on, you know, people that are our age, our generation. And it, whether it's, you know, Singing in the Rain or fucking Glass, whatever you fucking like. Anything in those ranges. So, uh, it's the best of the best. Right on. So, let's start with you, Kyle. Um, Hellboy. Is Hellboy Pantheon? Whew. Ah, uh, fuck. You know, I was prepared to say no to what other, whatever movie won tonight, because mm-hmm. I don't think either of them quite reached there. Um, but God damn it, do I have a lot of fun fucking watching Hellboy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm going to say no that it, it it's not there. It's it's a it's a great movie. It's got a lot of fun stuff. It's It's... Fairly unique, but it so, is. Since you said no, you want to explain the backdoor rules to Pantheon? <laughs> the backdoor rules? The backdoor so, rules. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, if everyone here had said yes, it would get kicked up and the council could all vote on it uh, to see whether or not it gets in. But we've got, you know, end of the year poll where somebody, everyone on the council gets to nominate a movie, so maybe somebody throws that up and then mm-hmm. it's totally up to Facebook. Yeah. Um, it could get, you know, through with someone's nomination or, you know, if it ends up in a versus or marathon somewhere else down the road it'll have another chance to get into. Yeah. So since you said no tonight, it won't get kicked up. But right. if you're listening, you love fucking Hellboy, it doesn't mean Hellboy's not Pantheon. Mm-hmm. It just means it's not getting kicked up tonight. Right. That's what that means. Um, I'll go next. I thought I think this was a fun double bill. You know, yeah. uh, oh, more yeah. fun than what I expected, guys. I liked Hellboy a lot more now than what I did like in fucking 2004 when I was you, you didn't like it when it first came yeah, out. Yeah, I, I didn't care for it and oh. but you know it was it was a it was kind of a gateway movie at the time, you know? Um I don't know, it was different from any, everything else that was out, you know, cuz now you get these kind of movies every day. Yeah. And uh I love fucking Hellboy now. Like he's I, <laughs> if I had um you know, between this and like Shazam came out a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. like I want to know more about uh, Hellboy and Shazam. Right. I just want, that, that's what I would be reading nonstop right now if I could. Um, but yeah, I thought this was a fun double bill. Um, but the movie in question, Hellboy, it's fun. I enjoy it. You know, um, it's unique. You know, I'll watch it any any day of the week. You guys come over and you want to watch a dark hero movie. You put in Hellboy. I'm not going to argue. You know, I'll bring the fucking beer. Okay. 
I'll have I'll have a fun time with He'll it. Pick but it up with his dick. I'm drinking. <laughs> up with my beer. I'm like, hey, hop with my dick. I'm like, that's much helpful. Um, it's very enter- entertaining. I think we can do better though. You know, um, especially Pantheon is, mm-hmm. you know, House of the Fucking Gods, man. Right. You know, I think we can do a little bit better. Um, I think there's a better um, Blade movie. I think there's a better Hellboy movie that can be made. That that, that was my other thing with it too. Like. If if I want to see Hellboy up, I think Hellboy, Hellboy two is better. So you yeah, know, exactly, after seeing right? Hel- after seeing Hellboy two, maybe it would be worth it to throw them up as a double feature to yeah. see if, as a continuing arc story. To so get in. I remember Hellboy two being better. Mm-hmm. You know, I but, can't wait to yeah. rewatch that. Um, but I, as I said earlier, I think there's a better Blade movie with uh, maybe even Idris Elba, maybe with uh, Mahershal Ali, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe with even fucking Wesley Snipes. Uh, I think there's a better Gilmero del Toro Hellboy though. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's got some more, he's got more experience under his belt. I think he would give us a better Hellboy movie. Uh, And again, Hellboy 2 is fucking better. So I have to say no to Pantheon guys. I really do. Um, cousin Wayne. I agree. I I love Hellboy. It's a great movie, but there's, there's that difference between great and Pantheon Mm -hmm. and and Hellboy doesn't, it's so close. I mean, it's great. Anytime I'll watch it, but Pantheon, it just falls a little shy. And I, I like Hellboy uh, Golden Army better as well, I, and I think a better one could be made, and so forth. Like it's a great movie, watch it anytime, but no to Pantheon. Just, 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 just yeah. barely, yeah. you know. Uh, Matt, what do you think, man? I also have to say no to Pantheon. I agree with you that uh, Guillermo del Toro nowadays probably could make a better Hellboy movie. Um, not sure about uh, Hellboy Two being better. I remember. It is. I mean, I remember <laughs> it may be better. I don't remember liking it quite as much as I did the first one. So I'm looking forward to revisiting that if I get a chance. And uh, yeah, it's a very enjoyable film. Um, had a lot of fun with it, but yeah, that's not quite bad yet. Best location, the fucking troll, like the the troll underground. Yeah, and he'll, yeah. probably yeah. got to take my fucking award. I see. The first thing that comes right off my bat is the location of the Golden Army. Yeah, yeah, I do. So this, I wasn't even planning it because you know, guys, I get so busy. I, I do a calendar, a fucking Google calendar. You know, I, I tell everybody like three to four weeks in advance. Mm-hmm. I want to do a Blade Two versus Hellboy Two. I'm in. Are I'm, you in? I'm, I'm in. totally in. Are you yeah, in? Absolutely. Matt, would you be in if we kept this same team? I'm in it, yeah. Yeah, dude. I think I let's. I think we should fast track this one, man. Like, try to find a slot for it. But I think so. Right now on the calendar, we have Superman versus like the the Batman animated. So it's mm-hmm. like you know the, the death of Superman, reign of Superman, and then uh, Dark Knight one and two. Mm-hmm. What are you guys' feelings on scrapping that? I think that's in June. Don't even finish your sentence. Yes. Yes. Kyle, <laughs> what do you think? I, I'd be okay with it. Matt, what do you think? You think that'd be better I'm than? Fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, fuck your cartoons. Yeah, we want Hellboy and Blade. Batman, Superman thing in June, so yeah, I'm fine. Okay, let, let's do that then, guys. We'll do that in my. I think it's June. I without so. looking at the calendar, I don't have it in front okay. of me. I think it's June. I could tell you right now, actually, because I got everything written. Down okay, right it, it might piss some people off. I don't know who was supposed to be in that episode, but I want to keep this flowing. You know, where uh, I want it to be a spiritual sequel to this episode. So I th- let's do it. Uh, okay. no, it is, do, uh, let's do it. Uh, it's July. Is it July? Because you canceled Swamp Thing versus Dark. Okay, Man. we might switch things around a little bit because I just told Nathan that his uh, verses. He's doing a verses now. Mm-hmm. Um, you might know his verses. What is that? Uh, it's uh, Blade Miyagi. of Doom. It's uh, yeah. Uh, is it Takashi Mike? Takashi Mike, yeah. So we're doing a Takashi Mike verses in July. Okay, instead of his marathon, Steve Martin marathon. So we might. I'll, I'll play. I'll play with the calendar, but I think we might do this in June. 
We cool. might do this in June. But yeah, I'm all up for this, you've dude. got a Spider-Man okay. versus Spider-Man 2. Okay, we'll, we'll look at the calendar. We'll switch some things around and we'll let you guys know um, for the Crow Old Boy episode, mm-hmm. which I'm going to step out of. I don't know who's in that episode. Are you in that one, Kyle? Uh, maybe because that won't that that'll be up. like in three uh, four weeks from now, which I'm 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 curious just to sit back, yeah. and listen to that episode. I can't wait to watch the crow on the fucking big screen. I remember old boy being pantheon. I don't know, but I, I'm, wanna, I, wanna I can say the, that though. But I, I can say that the hammer hallway fight on this fucking oh, screen. Man. Oh man, which is fire fucking like dude. That's gonna take something. Whew. Yeah, anyway, that's one of my that's favorite scenes in movie history. So. Fucking a. So I can't wait for that episode. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh, bowing out of that one. So it's gonna be cool to listen to to see what you guys give the uh, the awards to there. Um, don't quote me on this. I think maybe Jeremy's coming in on that one. I know someone's coming. Uh, gonna call in on that one. So cool. that's gonna be fun, guys. So yeah, let's do that, man. We're gonna do a Blade Two versus fucking Hellboy Two. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm all about that. So is there anything I, you guys want to add? Let's wrap this up. Nope, I'm good. This was a lot of fucking fun, Kyle. Yeah, I, you know, uh, I hadn't watched Blade in a long time, so it was nice to go back and revisit. That. I did it watch Hellboy fun. like maybe a year or two ago, so that wasn't that far out of my memory. But I still had fun going back and revisiting it. It did like as I'm watching these, I'm just like, man, now I really want to watch the second of uh, both do of it, these. Dude. I know, and I, I was like, I'm not gonna watch them now because if we don't do it, it's just gonna be bad that we didn't. So I want to watch uh, part two of both of those. So they, yeah, I right loved on. it, Matt. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. It's been a long time since I've watched either of these movies, so it's great to revisit them. And yeah, just a fun versus. Yeah, I wish Blade would have won, but I, I understand. All right, guys, let's wrap this up. Um, as usual, I hope everyone enjoyed tonight's conversation. Where can Video Land find you, Cousin Wayne? You can find me at Adventures in Video Land, Facebook, and on Instagram. Sweetness. I am Kyle Brown in the group. Uh, movie Script Life everywhere else, your Instagrams, Twitters, and all that stuff. Matthew Wade. You can find me on the group on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at TravelinMath77, WordPress, um, Goodreads, and if you really want to, LinkedIn. Nice. And uh, so, Kyle, I don't know if you want to say anything or not, but uh, you got the first Pantheon inductee yeah. of 2019, which is Congrats. a big fucking deal. I mean, it's we've hard had to make Pantheon. Yeah. yeah, we've had some good movies this year. You know, I love Dear Zachary was our first one that went up. Boogie Nights was a surprise, you know. Oh, I know. Uh, I missed that. Um, and so, yeah. Miami Connection. Miami Connection <laughs> and The Wall both went up. Um huh? A lot of people, uh, I think, are surprised that this one got in. Uh, I'm surprised that it got in so easily. Like it had nine out of the eleven nine votes. Out of eleven. That's that's that's, uh, that's pretty. That's pretty not difficult. Uh, that's not easy. Yeah, no, it's, it's not, not easy to get. Um, and I yeah. think it, I think it's uh, gonna fit pretty nicely up on that yeah. mantle. Oh, and yeah. uh, by the time this episode goes up, the next nomination is Young Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a feeling that'll probably make it. If I had to guess, you <laughs> know, Luca. It's in the top ten, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that'll get some solid votes. And that's yours, right, Matt? That is. Well, I hope it. Uh, I'm not going to tell you my answer, but I will tell you that I fucking love that movie, Matt. Great nominations. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> All right, guys, let's wrap this up. You can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com. Uh, we are on Instagram, but the conversation always begins and ends Facebook. On Facebook. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people, I'm going to go watch Game of Thrones, Episode 1, Season 8. <laughs> Peace out, motherfuckers. <laughs> and don't ice skate uphill. Yeah.